Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because. That look good. I got big energy every day. Let's go! And he is dicked. Blind squirrel finds an every once in a while. That's right. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Come on, Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. (laughs) Well, how about them Chargers, folks? Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. I'm just going to body roll into this episode, boys. (laughs) Roll it, big guy. Let's not forget (laughs) Kyle, the coach, Duggan. Hey, Hey, boys, you look good tonight. I just do it. What do you what do you what are you wearing right now? I oh. was in. Oh. I was oh. in F oh. Family Trust Respect shirts. I'm family Trust right Respect. Oh man, yes. Uh shout out to Rambling Ronnie, uh, who <laughs> sent these just out of the kindness of his heart. These yeah. awesome, really They're well so made. Good. They're shirts. so good. Look at it's it's Justin. He's in. It's got it's Justin. Was in. He was in, folks. This is the week. In. We got these just around Christmas time, but we wanted to save them because it's it's that week, folks. It's oh, time God. to to go against the if, Raiders. If you want to go, if you want to get one of these bad boys, go over to Ronnie's website. It's Ramblin. Ramblin. Can you read that? I don't. Yeah, Rambling, Rambling Ronnie's R O N N I E. Yes. Dot com. Yeah, Rambling Ronnie, all one word. Uh, if you want to get one of these family trust respect shirts that are so awesome. And there's a few other charger shirts on there as well and sell them for a pretty good price. So definitely yeah. go check it out. And thank good you. Quality. 
Thank yeah, you. Thank, thank you for Ronnie. the shirt, man. It's awesome. Very, very sweet. I, I remember getting the shirt going like, what is this? I don't remember ordering this. <laughs> <laughs> How drunk was I last night? Um, Must have been speaking a Speaking of drunk, week. folks, we're coming off a win, so it is time for a victory shot. Let us. With that water chug. Yes. I mean. Stay hydrated, baby. That's I right. Know. Just like, oh, Some of that, that high was, quality that was a Denzel Perriman pull right there. <laughs> it was. Rip Why you got to do it? Good week Raider for week. it. We'll yeah, stay hydrated. Perriman. All right, here we go, folks. Victory Cheers, shot. Buddy. Cheers. Ah, yes. So <laughs> oh, the, so much better on a happy note. The Aspol really fans are going to be great. I love when he drinks before those. This, are, <laughs> this is good. I love it when you drink. I love um, you when you drink. Yeah, folks. Holy cannoli. It's another long ass bolt fam. <laughs> what a good Monday, boys. What it is a good. How are like we it. feeling? Victory Mondays are always the best. And we say it and we obviously know it. But it is. It's just like you just have a different disposition. Things just <sighs> taste better. Yep. The sun just shines a little brighter for you. Yep. Everything. <laughs> yeah. The birds sing a little louder. Yep. It, Everything is just going your the morning way. Morning piss so. was just the best piss I've had in a long time. <laughs> just, like all of it. You feel an extra pound lighter afterwards. Just, it's just, yeah, exactly. It's Walking wonderful. On clouds. Um, yeah, folks. Again, this last game against the Broncos, you saw it in the instant reaction. We could not have been more hyped. I mean, what what a beatdown of thirty four to thirteen. Now, I don't care who with COVID, what Mm-mm. anyone was out. Don't matter. Bonafide butt whooping was just what it should have been, and that's what it was. And all three phases was. too. All, all three. three Faces. Yes. Uh records were set. Uh it was just amazing. It was a it was a wonderful game to see. Um, and Kyle made mention that he thought that we might get flexed into a primetime position. Oh sure wait. enough. Sure oh. enough. Yes. <laughs> we have been flexed to the Sunday night football game on NBC. Last, last game of the season. That's last us. game of the regular freaking is the God. most exciting one. <laughs> the gang. last one. We just have to wait all day. It's going to be so hard. And it's we have to be... deal with Collingsworth, which sucks, but oh. I'll take it. Uh, yeah, we'll have to listen to the... I'm going to have to watch the game on mute, but it's cool. Yeah. No, we'll just it's... do Matt Money Smith. Just turn on the radio yeah. version and sync yeah. it up. There you Done go. Deal. That's, that's a, not a bad idea. Yeah, that's a recommendation for all Charger fans. Don't listen to the Sunday night broadcast. It's just going to get you frustrated. There's no <laughs> point. Turn it off. Right. Turn on Matt Money Smith and listen to him. Just be excited about be the money. Chargers because yeah. Collinsworth sucks. He can yeah. suck you, sucky, suck, suck, sucky, suck, 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 suck. <laughs> yeah, get ready to hear about you know a hundred different facts about the Raiders that you didn't think you needed yeah. to know, but apparently probably, Chris thought probably you did. talk about um, Burrow too at some point. Oh, I'll find yeah. a way. He'll find bring in way. every quarterback that <laughs> yeah, is yeah, around yeah. Justin Herbert yeah, to uh, somebody else. Yeah, they're yeah. all going to be mentioned. Yeah. And I actually watched my first like proper Dolphins game this last week. I'm so what a game glad. to watch, right? So <laughs> I actually watched the whole thing, and I'm so glad we don't have two. That guy sucks. So isn't bad. it isn't it weird watching a lefty quarterback too? Oh, like, it's so just watching wrong. Him drop back, it just doesn't. It looks just gross. It's it looks weird a little wonky. He couldn't yeah. hold on to the ball. Like, yeah, that was it's sweet. Ugh, sweet it's just wild. It it is wild to see. Thank it, you, Justin. I forever, love you. Forever we will be talking about, like, isn't it hilarious that the Dolphins didn't take Justin Herbert? And how bad Kevin wanted to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I could not be happier that I was wrong. That'll never get, that'll never get old. But um, uh, looking over at uh, the records that were broken, obviously we're all aware Justin Herbert broke Philip Rivers' passing touchdown uh, 
season uh, record. Improper um, time, 16 games. Yeah, in, yeah, 16 in games. proper time, 16 games. Uh, in his second year, uh, Phillips' record was set in his fourth year. He was drafted in 2004, and so it took him four years to, to hit this record. Um, but Justin Herbert is breaking just a few more of those records as well. Uh, Phil threw for 4,009 yards. Justin threw for 4,631 so far. Uh, Phil had a 65 completion percentage. Justin has 67. Uh, Phil had a 105 rating. Justin had a 99. But uh, Manischewitz, like, again, how lucky are we to go from Phil yeah. to Justin? Like, it's crazy, it's, man. I just can't believe we don't have a Super Bowl. Looking at the quarterbacks that we've had yeah. over our franchise history, it really is elite top of the NFL, like over the years, quarterbacks going yeah. from Dan Fouts to Humphreys to Drew Brees to Phillip Rivers. Like there's four, we had three Hall of Fame quarterbacks that played for, well, Dan Fouts, Drew Brees is a first ballot. Yeah, Phillip Rivers sure. is going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. We have three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Um, it's it's pretty incredible. And now you walk into Justin Herbert, who's just breaking records and is is so fun to watch. It's so fun incredible. to watch, so fun to listen to. The guy is so humble. It's funny listening to all the interviews of people trying to bring it up, but being like, so you broke Philip Rivers' record yeah. and him just like it, it's it's he'll weird. never take a compliment. He he'll just never, stiff arms it. Yeah. He'll never toot his stiff own horn. He's stiff arming <laughs> compliments left. <Yeah. laughs> he'll never toot his own horn. He'll just constantly praise the people around him, which is just such a good look. It is such a good feeling to have a humble quarterback that's not just humble, but is playing out of his mind, like just killing it on every front. So, um, yeah, Justin Herbert. You guys want to know something crazy, like his stats? Yes. Like last year he had, you know, one less game, right? Um, But if you were to like equate all these out and, and lay them out, he almost had this. He would have had this season pretty much last year if he would have played an extra game. Mm, that's that's true. just showing you the consistency that he's that's bringing. True. Yeah, like there's not a fall off. He With got different a little, coordinators and different players. And right? everything's is, changed around him. Right down the middle, man. It's it's yeah. it's really incredible, and yeah, we're just so lucky. And this is the beginning of yeah. a lot more to go. Big time. Yeah, when they when they would ask Justin Herbert, he says, uh, I think it's special because I was a Chargers fan growing up. I knew about all those guys. I watched them all. They're football legends. Uh, to be able to be even in the same conversation with them is a huge honor. Uh, we're not done yet. We still have a big game coming up on Sunday. We're going to need to have a good week of practice heading into it. So, I mean, just I love them. I love them. Yeah. Like He's this year so far, I, I just looked it up. 4,600 yards so far this year. 4,300 yep. last, last year. year. That was with one last game. Just yeah. to show you what we're talking about. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Sophomore slump. Right. Just a few yards shy of breaking the that one record from Drew Locke for the passing yards. So that was What's the only sorry, one. Not Drew Locke. Break. Don't. Yeah. Or not yeah. Drew Locke. Excuse me, Andrew Luck. Did I say Luck. Drew Locke? Yeah. Ooh, no more 1,800 tequila Ooh. for me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, looking over at PFF, which is usually our Skeletor to our He-Man, uh, gave, gave us a tweet that said the... Highest graded offensive lineman in week 17 is our own rookie, Rashawn Slater, with a 94.8 grade. Highest Trouble, offer, baby. Yeah. Incredible. Highest grade for the offensive lineman in week 17. So, yeah, pro pro bowler. I should say that pro bowler, Rashawn Slater. Um, and then regarding Andre Roberts, Joe Reedy tweeted out, Chargers kick return unit weeks one through six averaged a league low 
16.5 yards, 10 of 15 kicks returned, didn't reach the 20-yard line. Average start was the 21-yard line. Uh, since week eight and Robert's signing, 31-yard average, which leads the league. That's wild. Wow. Uh, four of 22 inside the 20. Average start, the 28-yard line. Let's freaking go. So we went from Let's the go. worst to the best. Yeah. With one signing. It goes without saying, like, this is the reason we're could be successful in the post postseason Big if time. we get there. Like, it's, this is the kind of stuff we always suck at. Yeah. And now we're leading the league in since week eight. Like, that's, that's, thank you. Yeah. Roberts, yeah. Thank and the you. special teams, everything around it, they're starting to believe that they could be playmakers. Well, like, they, when's the last time we had a muffed, re, like, punt return that we turned into a turnover? Well, don't f-ing talk it into existence, my friend. But no, no, uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying that's what they did. <laughs> right. I, that's what the Broncos muffed that punt and we oh, have a I turnover on them. Okay. Like, that hasn't happened for us in a long time. And yeah. it's just becoming part of what we're doing this year is the special teams is is making plays. And it's yeah. not just, hey, let's hold on. Don't screw this up. Don't screw this <laughs> up. Don't miss this extra point. But it's becoming a, a real actual asset to our team. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's not even just Andre Roberts that made this better. Dustin Hopkins, this this came out as well apparently leads the league in field goals made with 41 field goals made with a field goal percentage of uh, 0.891%. He's 20 for 20 from the one to 39 yard distance, 18 out of 20 from 40 to 49 yards. Like who knew that our kicker was leading the league in field goals? How dumb does the Washington football team look? (laughs) Are you kidding me? You drop this guy because he's not elite. I'd say he's pretty damn elite. Pretty damn elite. Yeah, yeah. No, he's killing it right now. And they, they keep talking about like they're developing Vizcano on the practice squad. Like I, who don't cares? Know if you need to develop <laughs> that anymore. I think you who can cares? sign him for further years because I we like one not kicker. Being, I like <laughs> right. not being stressed out about the kicks. And yeah. the kick man is doing his job. And I Dustin like Hopkins that. is going to get paid, and Andre Roberts. They're both get. They better get paid. They and be should. On the squad yeah, next they year. better. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the special teams played amazing yesterday, and we already talked about Rashawn Slater, but looking at the rest of the offensive line and their play, uh, Slater had, uh, let's see, zero pressures allowed, which is the ninth time of the season he has allowed one or fewer. That's cr- in six, 16 games. As a rookie wow. <laughs> tackle. God let's bless go. him. Um, Filer had two pressures with one hit. Uh, Lindsley had zero out of his 15 total snaps. Uh, Questenberry had zero. Schofield wow. had zero. Pipkins, Pipkins, Pipkins had zero. Can I tell uh, you something crazy? I went back and watched that. Just the first drive, they ran behind Pipkins. They ran. Pipkins, yeah, we ran at him. We we were they. Pipkins was getting up to the second level. He was zone blocking his ass off. Like Pipkins looked good in that first drive. He's no longer Pipkins. No man, he's he's, he's, he's big, earned big it. Dog. And, yeah. And, I don't know, man. He kind of put the tape he put out that last Sunday. I don't, I don't know how, but it's going to be a tough decision for these coaches at who starts at right tackle moving forward. In my opinion, sure, yeah, which is great. Yeah, it's great to have options. Great, great, great problem to, to have. Yeah, great yeah. to have options. Great to have depth. So that should something happen, you know that you've got somebody else that can step right in and and get the job done. So yeah, um, yeah. Offensive line play, had an amazing game yesterday. Um, as far as as far as allowing pressures, 
Um, and then run defense on 27 carries, the Chargers held the Broncos running backs to 83 yards, 3.1 yards per carry, zero touchdowns, five tackles for a loss. It's the Jekyll and Hyde of the craziness that is our run defense. Like right. I, you never, if you get our all of our starters in there, yeah, we can do this. We're capable right. of doing this. We right. just don't uh, have the depth to be able to take the blow of somebody not being there. Which, right? Thankfully, we're very healthy. This is like the healthiest I think we've been all season. Especially if we can get Drew Tranquil back on that in that linebacker core, we're fully healthy all up front, secondary. Everything like everything, yeah, it's healthy good and it, fresh. Because yeah, the guys haven't played a couple. They most of the guys, these guys didn't play against the Texans. So they had a whole week right. of resting, so you they're can, fresh. You saw what that did for Eckler this week too. Oh, crazy! Like, time, it yeah. sucked not having him against Houston, but he looked a lot. He had that little bit of pop that was different this week. Right, he's so um, fun to watch. Run, so good. Yeah, he is fun to watch. Yeah, especially with those just little quick drop down passes that you yeah. know Herbert gets it to him. He's got. Nothing but real estate in front of him, and he just goes. Um, <laughs> How about that challenge of him being down? Oh, that was so that great. That was ridiculous. That was it wasn't so like, even close. What was the stat they showed? Like, Fangio was like two for 10 on challenges this year. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you need to that improve was... something next year, Broncos, it's that. Yes. Yeah. Get a better get, guy in the booth. Get some glasses for that guy in the booth yeah. that's telling you to throw the red flag. Good. Yeah. God. All right, gang. Well, now we need to look at some of the other podcasts over at the fan-sided network of podcasts, and that is the Blindsided Podcast. The Players' Tribune has launched its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided. This show will share the moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became the most important focus of their lives. This podcast allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges people face. Guests this season include Kevin Love, Paul Bissonette, and Kurt Warner. Blindsided is a podcast about sports, mental health, and life, hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. The podcast will share and analyze the moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them. So go on over to the Fansided Network of Podcasts and check out the Blindsided podcast. All right, well, apparently... Somebody was mic'd up this last game, and it did not take them long to get it posted to social media. <laughs> Apparently, Drew Locke thought somebody was, quote-unquote, tired. Excuse me? <laughs> what, what, yeah. what happened, Kyle? I think Joey Bosa was bored because the Broncos' offense was just absolutely <laughs> lethargic. So I guess Joey was walking to the other side of the formation, and Drew Locke looked at him like, oh, yeah, he's tired, like, we're going to run at him because he's tired type of it. Like just trying to, and he said talk. it twice. He said it twice yeah. too. He's like, yeah. he's tired. He's, Look at him. He's tired. Yeah. Cause he was just walking over like board is what Joey Bosa looked like. And that was the play <laughs> that Joey kind of stunted down and got, they were trying to block him with a tight end, which you just don't do. Yeah. And he tackled work. Melvin Gordon for a loss of like three. And then he got up screaming and I, I didn't really think anything of it. I was like, oh yeah, he made a great play. Sure. But I guess when he got up, he screamed, I'm not effing tired right in Drew Locke's face. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then, so on Chargers put it out on their Instagram and it was Derwin and Justin Jones, like talking about it at the end of the game. Like that was freaking legendary. Right. Dude. Yeah. You got to LLC that business. <laughs> yeah. Don't piss off the bear, tired. dude. They're, no, they don't no, need, no, he doesn't no, need no. any extra bear. motivation. No, Drew Locke, no, no. Yeah. Car this weekend is is in some deep deep doo doo with what he's been saying all year. You yeah. know, Joe. You know our boy Bowie has been yeah. 
has remembered all of it. Got to put oh, on yeah. that eyeliner there. Yeah, Carl. put a little extra be... mascara on. <laughs> yeah. get, it, get it all the way down in here. <laughs> um, Maybe it's Maybelline. Hey. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> um, so that was just crazy, folks. We just needed to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but one of the other things that came out that is just a crazy concept. Um, there, there's a game going on right now, right? That's the Steelers and yep. who, who are they playing right now? They're playing the Browns. They're playing the Browns. So if there's a crazy scenario out right now that apparently if the Steelers went out, they win tonight and win on their next game and Indy somehow finds a way to lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> which I can't on. imagine happening. But if yeah. they did, apparently it's possible based on the tiebreakers that are out there and based on Pittsburgh getting a nine, seven and one, uh, if, if the chargers were to somehow get in cahoots with the Raiders and say, Hey, we're just going to take a knee all game. We're going to get out of this with a tie. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and they would both guarantee themselves a spot in the playoffs. They would basically knock the Steelers out of the playoff spot that they have. And it would ensure that both the Chargers and Raiders get in. And it's an interesting concept because you're basically guaranteeing a spot to get into the playoffs without having to really play a game, no injuries or anything like that. I, there's no I way. There's no way. No. Yeah. I imagine there's like, you know, like the old duels where they go up and they'd like shake hands before the duel and they turn around yes. and shoot each other. Yes. I, I have this feeling like they'd walk out like um, Herbert. And Carr would rock, walk out to center field with like gloves in their back pocket, pull it up, just <laughs> smack each other in the face. <laughs> Very good. You. And turn and walk well, away and then go to the you playoffs. Would, you would really have to trust the Raiders, which I don't trust them oh, farther yeah, no. than I could throw them. Because, no. you know, we would get down to one second. They'd have the ball. They'd throw a Hail Mary and try to win the thing. Yeah. That's, that's something that We're, they would do. So This is a fun hypothetical, but this shit yeah. ain't happening. No, it, it, Even if no it way. got to this well, weird... We need to kick their ass, no matter you what. You never know. Like there, the game could end in a tie, not because we try, but right. it, it could. And once you, now you if know you got you to overtime in. and it was like, mm, you know, that, that's something to consider. Yeah, I guess, right, maybe. exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you're like, oh, do we kick this field goal? But if we miss, they get it at the forty. Should we just punt it in there and and make the playoffs? Like that right. could that could potentially be a thought. But right. I just don't think just you get Justin the happening. ball in overtime. He's gonna. F- score like that's just how it's going to go down <laughs> it's it, it's just it's an interesting thought because i mean first of all pittsburgh has to win both their games i'm not sure what their status is right now they're winning right game. now they're up 13 7 against the browns in the fourth quarter but so i think it's very possible for pittsburgh to win out but for in the indianapolis to lose to the jaguars yeah not after gonna, what the no patriots way. did to them like they're just <laughs> yeah. done they've all yeah. they've all you know packed their bags they're gonna go play that last game and they're out of there yeah yeah so I, it's very highly unlikely, but it was an interesting concept because this has never been a situation. You know why it's interesting? Because no one knows how the tiebreakers work. I have no clue what a tiebreaker is for anyone. <laughs> I, have, I really have no clue. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like you win and somehow if other teams win, even like we were ahead of Baltimore mm-hmm. two weeks ago, we both won, but then they jumped us and we got knocked out. And I was like, how does... Well, it's work. like conference, you, how much you win based on your the strength we of your both, schedule. It's we both a lot of won craziness. conference games. We both yeah. won conference games. We both won AFC games. And strength still strength of us. schedule or something. There's just a lot of weird shit it's in there. Much. I don't understand yeah, either. Too much. too much. Too much to figure out. So yeah. the, the most important thing is Chargers just need to win. Char- just Chargers win. just need to go yeah. to Vegas and just, and just, just beat win. their just ass. Win. Just win. Um, <laughs> 
Looking over at Twitter, Daniel Popper tweeted out about uh, Corey Lindsley's situation. He is currently day-to-day per Brandon Staley. Uh, Staley does not think the back issue will keep Lindsley out of practice this week. Uh, he called it a game isolation situation. Weird. Which is, Ballet yeah, I've never, what, what's a game isolation situation? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he was dehydrated and he kind of spat, like his back tightened up because of yeah. lack of hydration. Like, you know, when you get a cramp in your leg, I really don't know. I've never heard of th- anything like this happening, but I'm, it's good to hear that it's not something serious. Need a mm. banana. Get them, get the man a banana. Yeah. yeah we, it's <laughs> a potassium stat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, well, now looking over at uh, the sound bites that came from Chargers.com, uh, Derwin James was interviewed and on quarterback Justin Herbert tackling Mike Williams after their touchdown, which if you haven't seen that, by the way, it's you funny. didn't really see it when the game happened. Yeah, <laughs> But if you go on social media and, and check out some of the videos, it is... It is so cute, and it's just yeah. I, I Mike love Williams it. posted it on his his Instagram too. Yeah, like pictures of him getting tackled. It, it's just the, he was just so hyped, came up and hugged him, and it just fell to the ground hugging him. It was <laughs> he just tackled him. It was so I cute. mean, yeah. throw a I score it. underneath that, and it wins an Oscar immediately. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Derwin James said uh, it was amazing. I don't like the guys tackling each other out there, but it was amazing seeing their celebration <laughs> in the team's camaraderie together. Everybody bonding for that special moment. That just shows you how humble he is for him to break a record and go tackle Mike Williams. Tells you what type of guy he is, especially when he's the one breaking the record. We love Herbert and we're so happy that he's our quarterback. So cool. It's such a good point. Yeah, he wasn't like jumping up and down, right. pointing at the like... other team. <laughs> Yeah, I did it. He's not yeah. made everybody. Everybody I'm celebrate me. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> not doing any of that business. No. So, um, so yeah, just great to see. And then uh, on Robert's impact on the team as a whole, primarily contributing in the field position aspect. Uh, Derwin James said he gives us a big lift. Our special teams needed work from the beginning of the year. And he's brought us a long way. His vision, his speed, and his ability to make plays. I feel like that's what separates him from some of the returners in this league. So, I, I mean, I, which is a good point. Like, I don't know how many punt returners or kick returners, like, that is just their sole position. I'm so used to seeing it's, you know, a wide receiver or a running back or Swiss even Army a, a knife. They got to do, safety we have or to do this because they kind of can. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. They're out there. You, they're usually like Andre. They're like a, a worst case scenario wide receiver. They're like an emergency wide receiver. Mm-hmm. They're number six on the depth chart, so they're still on the active roster. But I mean, most guys are like even some of the greats. Devin Hester didn't really play offense a whole lot. Like they'd toss him in here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just that's. But yeah, it's 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 hard to find. That's what's mm-hmm. crazy. It's like they're worth the roster spot because they're just big he's time. making that big of a difference. It's huge. It's, we you, saw this last game. You yeah. got to look at these two signings, like Hopkins and Roberts. Like they're so monumentally huge to this team. Like our mm-hmm. special teams has been so bad for so long, and and the fact that they were cut by teams is yeah. just how lucky yeah, were crazy. we? And then not only yeah. lucky, but for Telesco to see that and be like, okay, that's a done deal. Go get him. Mm-hmm. Like we're lucky. Well, we, I mean, it's. Kevin trying to spin it on the Tom Telesco genius. Well, it is track. interesting because we are we're, we're not out of uh we've seen it happen before where we pick up guys that's like okay, they play with a team either they got cut or something happened and yeah, we'll pick them up and we'll put them on the team and Give them a you chance. know, they yeah. they had a they had a few good years, right? And it doesn't necessarily always work out. So to get somebody like Andre Roberts and Dustin, and productive. 
Yeah, and productive. That's the thing. It's like we get them and they're filling a spot that, you know, they're doing their job, but it's like, it's okay. It's mediocre at best. You know, it's serviceable. But I mean, these guys are killing it right now. Hopkins and Roberts are just doing it. (laughs) They are doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's just, it's great to see. And it is, I think it's one of the best pickups of the year for the Chargers. A hundred percent. And then Derwin James said on uh, keys to preparing for the Raiders, uh, we have to know where Raiders wide receiver Hunter Renfro is. He's a guy that gets open a lot. Uh, Raiders quarterback Derek Carr, it starts with him. So we have to be able to put pressure on him. We have to be ready for everything, whatever they present. So, yeah. Yeah, well, they know who he is. Like, they know what he does. We've already played him once. We play them every year, twice a year. Right. Um, yeah, we know who the guy is. So, right. Um, I'm excited to see. Yeah, it, it's just crazy. These divisional games that are AFC West teams, it's like we know what they're going to do. We already have right. the game we, plan. We've got Let's a whole go, season's worth of execute. tape yeah, to look yeah. at. Yeah. And um, then there's a, some, from when we played them first to where we're playing them now, there are some roster changes, some yep. cornerbacks down, some more crazy stuff that happened in the news. Deshaun Jackson is now on the team. Right. Exactly. Yep. You know, they're, they're looking to maybe possibly get um, their tight end Waller back, who's been out for a hot minute. So, mm. you know, it's, we'll look into it more in depth on our Friday episode, but yep. it, you know, I still think we can beat this team no matter what they're doing. Right. As long as we have a good game plan and our offense plays lights out, we'll be fine. Yeah. If, hey, if it's anything like Monday night, it's going to be a damn good game. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then on playing on Sunday night football for the second time this season, Derwin James said, we're definitely built for this moment. I definitely feel like that is, I definitely feel like that is going to help us. We can too much think about what we did in the past because we know what the Raiders are coming and fighting for a playoff spot too. Uh, we have to bring our a, we have to bring our A game. We already know what type of game that it's going to be. Nothing that we did in the beginning of the year matters anymore. All that matters come Sunday night is that if you win, you keep going. Yeah, it's just so fun. Yeah. It's just so fun to be in this right now. It's just yeah. we had a couple of years of just real bad football that this wasn't. December wasn't a fun year. No. Like even last year when we flew out to the Kansas City game for week 17, it was like, I mean, this is fun. We won. That's cool. But it's like, we're done. Season's over. I right. love that we can put the blinders on. Like, we don't have yeah. to worry about other teams. We don't have to worry about any other yep. stuff. It's like one yeah. game. This is all we, this it's playoffs. Just game focus to on that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be a heck of a game, folks. Sunday night, be there, or be square. And uh, don't forget to go on over to chargerchat.com. Check out some of the sweet merch that we have. We don't have any of it on right now because we're wearing Ramblin' Ronnie's sweet <laughs> ass shirts. But uh, got to do it. Got to got to represent uh, family trust respect. Um, but uh, don't forget to go on over to the member section on chargerchat.com. Chat it up with some of the other Charger Chatteteers and ask questions for Ask Bolt Fam. So go on over chargerchat.com. And now it's time to go on to our next segment. It is Fan Focus. Let's see what fan we are bringing into focus this week. All right, guys, we're back with another fan focus. We are super excited to have Curtis from Redlands, California. What is going on, Curtis? Hanging out, man. Uh, Ready for uh, a big win on Sunday. Amen. Amen. What I love these. These are my favorite fan focuses, especially after a big one. And in my opinion, this was the biggest win of the season for us. Like everything went our way. We got the win. Our destiny's in our hands. What was your, you know, we'll kick it off with your initial reactions to that game. 
Man, you know, I was a little concerned about Patrick Sertain. Um, I, I knew that uh, I think uh, I think their nickel corner was out, so I was pretty confident when we moved Keenan Allen around in the slot or if we used uh, Palmer or Guyton, we'd have a little bit more ability to convert on third downs. But that really didn't end up being the case. The running game really is what flourished, and shockingly, Trey Pipkins held it down at right tackle. Um, and, you know, the Justin Herbert's big connection to Mike Williams, and I can't. I can't uh, forget Andre Roberts' huge return. Special teams killed it. I mean, I was stoked about it, man. It's it's always tough to play against the Broncos, and uh, I'm just I'm so happy we got the win. Yeah, it was it was clutch. It's just so exciting. And Pipkins, like you said, that first series they just drove it on the right side, right behind them, and it worked out. So um, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. But before we get rolling into this, man, want to find out a little bit more about you and how did you become a Charger fan? So it's kind of a funny story. Uh, so I was a freshman in high school and I had just moved from Georgia actually to uh, Redlands, California, basically. And um, a lot of my surrounding neighbors that I was uh, going to school with um, played Madden a lot. And um, I always lost in Madden to these guys, no matter what. I mean, I'd get blown out. I could pick any team. If there was a 99 overall team, I'd just get destroyed. And so I really kind of got tired of playing against them. But anyway, so the following day, um, I went to school like normal, normally, uh, and there was uh, a kid in my English class who had uh, uh, ch- the Chargers team photo on his binder. And I, I was playing football, but I was pretty unfamiliar with all the NFL teams. I was just kind of focused on playing football. And I asked him what team that was. And he was like, oh, man, at the time, obviously, San Diego Chargers. And I was like, are they any good? He was like, yeah, man. You know, and went on to tell me about you know his fandom. And so um, later that evening after school, like normal, I played Madden and I picked the Chargers and I smashed these dudes. <laughs> I mean, whether it was LT, <laughs> whether it was LT, Antonio Gates, uh, Vincent Jackson, Malcolm Floyd, um, I was unstoppable on offense. And then defense, you know, Donnie Edwards, um, Luis Castile, obviously Sean Merriman, Quentin Jammer, uh, Marlon McCree, um, just all the, all the, all the guys, you know, and it was just Darren Sproles, Michael Turner and Ladine Thomas in the running game. Like, Crazy. so since then I, yeah. So since then I, uh, I kind of became a Chargers fan and I've been Chargers fan for 15 years and, uh, I'm never looking back obviously, uh, with all the ups and downs, but, but yeah, man. That's that's a, I love the origin story. It's so crazy the Madden thing and you rest in peace Madden. Um, but yeah. a lot of people came to it just video games and, you know, Madden and Chargers and the jerseys. And I'm glad the first time you played with them, you smashed some fools. So that's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Cool. Well, it's cool. I want to get your insight. You know, you've been a fan for 15 years. Like, how does it feel mm-hmm. right now to be a Charger fan? There's a lot of exciting things going on with our team. New coach, quarterback is a stud, the handoff from Phil to Justin. Like, what, you know, what, what are your thoughts as a Charger fan right now? You know, man, I, you kind of hit the, the nail on the head, you know. Obviously, the biggest the biggest one here is Justin Herbert. You know, going from Phil Rivers, who I'm a I love Philip Rivers, man, and uh, to go from him, kind of unsure what was going to happen. He lost a little strength in his arm, and it was just like, damn, man, who are we going to get? So we ended up getting Justin Herbert. Just like you know, a lot of people, I was very unsure about him. Like, and uh, I'm so glad I was wrong. I'm no analyst by any means, but he is just. I mean, it it, it doesn't. Whatever happens this year, it's all you know it's all just a plus, man. You can see what's going on with the organization. You can see that the kind of players um, are finally flourishing. Um, 
the under uh, Staley, uh, obviously Justin Herbert. I, the one of my favorite things about him and Staley is after a loss, their press conference, you could feel their disgust. As yeah. you know, and I'm not saying before it wasn't like that, but you can just tell someone like Justin Herbert and Staley who, who you know don't show it. They try to be a constant professionals, but after a loss, you could just tell they want to get the hell out of there, get to the film room, and and adjust. And it's deeper than just um, making the fans happy and, and the span eye, if you will. It's just all about uh, wins, and and I love Justin Herbert being a Chargers fan, so it means something to him, you know. And so, yeah, the future of this organization with with the what top three and and cap money, like, dude, we're gonna crush it. I know it's not all about that, but eleven draft picks, Brandon Staley, and everyone else that's already there. Like, I'm so excited, man. Yeah, are the place where we're at right now, and then that, like, it's kind of crazy time to be a Charger fan. It's really exciting, yeah. and and um, you know, it's yeah. crazy. This upcoming week, we're playing the Raiders again, and you know, we're playing. It's been flexed to prime time. Primetime Herbert does his thing, the, does yeah. his best work in prime time. So, what are you most looking forward to this upcoming Raider game? And and yeah, dude, what what are your thoughts? Well, to be honest with you, you know, being a Southern California native, uh, I'll tell you what. Unfortunately, there's a lot of Raider fans around here, and uh, but there's there's obviously a lot of Chargers fans as well. Um, I'm looking forward to just finally washing my hands with them for the rest of the year and focusing on the playoffs. Yeah. Um, we, we, we we're finally in a position where we've already beat them. We beat them handedly. Um, they're limping into this situation, although I'll give it to them, man. They've, they've been playing, you know, pretty hard to beat some really good teams. Um, but I just think that after that Texans loss and after getting a lot of our guys back, things I'm most looking forward to is just doing what we all, I feel like deep down inside, we all know what's about to happen. It was 14-28. I'm looking, I'm looking for a blowout. I know that we kind of play down to our our opponents every now and then. I mean, they're they're pretty good, but uh I want I just I cannot wait to get this one. I hope it's over by the third quarter and just start thinking about hey, who we matched up with uh come playoff time. Yeah, it's crazy. I want the if if we win and everything kind of shakes out the way it's looking, we're probably gonna play Kansas City in that first round. So oh. I love wild. It. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I I I prefer them over. Pretty much anybody. Oh, yeah. I prefer them over everyone. I mean, yeah. I don't. The, the Patriots give me all kinds of issues. Just I don't know why I cannot stand that team. But um, the Chiefs, I'm. I wouldn't be worried about them at all. I mean, we'll see. Obviously, it's still the Chiefs. But yeah. other than a few things with that last game, we pretty much could have blown them out too. I mean, we could at least had potentially fourteen to twenty-one points on these guys. So yeah, I think that. Justin Herbert and uh, the rest of the team gets up for that specific game. And uh, I think Staley was brought in here for that team. And you can tell the two times we played them, it's shown that we're more than capable of beating them with the current roster. So sure. um, I'm excited. If that is, ha- it is happening, I don't want to think out too far, but uh, you know, let's get through these Raiders first and uh, enjoy that win. All right, Curtis, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was so awesome having you and uh, yeah, dude, let's go. Let's go beat the Raiders. No doubt, man. I'll see you guys on Twitter. Kate, love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. All right, Curtis. Let's freaking go, buddy. That was awesome. Fired up. I love it. Yeah, man. This is it's our time, guys. This is it. <laughs> We're walking. And it really into that is game. like like you said. It's like anything that happens this year. It's great. Like I want to win the Super Bowl still, of course. But it's it, no matter what happens. It's so exciting. The future of our organization mm-hmm. with our head coach, Beginning. with our quarterback, like. And like he talked about, like the money that we have going into next season, 
it's just it's it's crazy that we're winning now with the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. I mean, an I, odd odd year to like win. I'm getting ahead of myself, obviously, but that's what I do here on the yeah. Win the Super Bowl and then have eleven draft picks and seventy million dollars. <laughs> make the playoffs. <laughs> no, win the Super Bowl. No, okay, yeah. uh, no, we still got I'm a prophecy to uphold. Win the Super, be the best team in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Then has seventy million dollars. Seventy million dollars, eleven draft picks. What am I going to do with all these draft picks? <laughs> but um, no, Curtis, thank you so much for, yeah, for dude, chatting with awesome. Kevin. Yeah. And love having every every fan that we have on is just awesome uh, to hear your stories and, and and everything. How you guys came into loving the Chargers as much as we do. Um, but now, folks, it is time to go on to the next segment. Should be a little bit happier this week, Craig. It's time for the Greg experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. The oh. Greg experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. You got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Now, we all love victory pods, man. I know it goes without saying. But it's just something a little bit different about when you just absolutely smoke a team's filthy boots. It's fire. I love it. CC Gang, what's going on, man? What it doing, what it does. To the rest of the boat fam, what up, though? She got Craig in Texas. And welcome to another, that's right, victory edition of the Craig Experience. And so now I have to start off a segment doing something I never thought I would in my wildest imaginations. Uh, let me go ahead and set my glasses down out of respect. Shout out to Trey Pipkins. Uh, yeah, that, that felt awkward. I mean, come on. Give it up. Do played well. Like, very well, actually. And I'm certain that we all took a collective side when we saw before the game that he was announced as a starting right tackle. I mean, both he and Storm Norton came off of the COVID list at the same time. We all assumed Storm would be back at right tackle and... That's not how things went. I think Storm's still suffering from some lingering effects of having COVID. But uh, even after that performance at left tackle, protecting Herbert blindside against the Chiefs, I think we all thought maybe there was just a little blip and we didn't want to see him back on the field in any long-term capacity, especially not for another full game. And that's what we got. But this time on the right side and dude held up more than held up. He handled his business. So got to give it up to him, man. Um, can't hate on him, but I'll tell you what, though. Uh, some guys that deserve some real recognition here is the offensive line staff, man. Like Frank Smith, he's doing a job. Between he and Storm Norton, he's at least made them serviceable, and that's saying a lot. And you got Schofield coming in early in the season and plugging him in. And, I mean, things haven't been perfect, but it's been a lot better than I think we anticipated. So give it up for that. And why not just keep the praise party rolling? Thank you, Andre Roberts for your service since you've become a Los Angeles Charger. We owe you a tremendous debt of gratitude. And um, also for Brandon Staley for bringing him in. Notice I said Brandon Staley and not Tom Telesco. I mean, my standards had gotten so low that I was just going to be satisfied with return men just getting back to the 25-yard line and not losing yards, taking the ball out of the end zone and not getting back to the point that they would have been had they just Taking a touchback. But Roberts has far exceeded that. I mean, Sunday, 
two returns for what, 148 yards, 101 yard TD. Dog, I don't even know what they're waiting for. Give that man what he wants now. I mean, you don't have to pay him out of the butt. He's a return man, so he's a specialist. Not like it's going to cost you a ton of money, but secure that. Lock him up because it solves another problem that we've had for quite some time. I mean, now I will say this, whatever the kick return team is on, I wish they would pass some of that to the punt return team because the block in there, not great. Um, And Dustin Hopkins, kick man, sign him up too because it's all been remedied. It's not something that's a problem anymore. Now, Ty Long, it's a different story. (laughs) Come on, man. Now now you're just piling on. Uh, Jerry Tillery, two TFLs, a sack. Are, Are you trying to? Turn it on now, man, because you've been flashing a lot lately. And um, though the run defense is still something we got to work on, you've been getting after the quarterback a little bit, which is the reason you were drafted. So might be on to something here. Uh, I'm not going to eat crow on that, though, because what applied in the past was true. But again, when you're providing new information, you are allowed to reassess things and got to give props where props are deserved. And yo. I was good with the offensive game plan. I didn't have any problem with it. Now, aside from like some of the situational stuff with short yardage and being predictable in your play calling there, fix that, Joe. Um, I was okay with the fact that Herbert was taking what was available. There was a lot of check down stuff, but against the Vic Fangio cover two, he runs a bunch of too high with zone across the board and he'll do too high with man underneath it. And uh, you just kind of got to take what you can get, not force anything. Now, we caught the moonshot later in the game, the Mike Will, which we all love to see. But, I mean, it didn't have to be a particularly explosive game from Justin Herbert. He was efficient. And that's really all you can ask for. So, take the win. Move on. Defense. I don't have a bunch of gripes, man. I mean, there was some leaky stuff in coverage. But other than that, you give up 13 points, seven of which come in garbage time. Not going to complain about a whole lot there. I mean, look, I want to see this carry over into next week and then the, that's right, playoff run because it's going to be vital, particularly if you're going to have to be on the road, which they will. And maybe you're going to be in some inclement weather situations where teams are going to want to pound the ball. And I think a lot of teams look at that first half of the Chargers season and that's who they think the team is. Uh, The second half, they played much better, had some blips here and there, but a lot of that had to do with guys being available or unavailable, should I say. And I think, you know, as long as COVID stays the hell away and you need to stay the hell away from my team, we've had enough. They'll be fine. Let's get this done, fellas. Mount up. Time to roll. So I'll leave you with this. It's Raider Week. But not just any Raider Week, folks. It's our opportunity to punch our ticket to the dance. And I don't know about you, but I got some nice shoes and a fire three-piece that I want to throw on and party at the Raiders' expense. Let's go in there and slap Derek Carr and his band of ex-cons around and show them that it's about the gang, the only gang that matters. Not like the real ones that he prances around with, like the dudes who like steal old ladies' purses and like shoplift. Not those cats. The boat gang. The boat gang. The one and only. Fellas, I don't have a question. Just a statement. It's time to get it done. It's time to take what's ours. If you're with me, 
let it be known because I will forever and always. You know exactly what it is. It is. Oh, gang, or do not bang until next time. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's been flexed to Sunday night, the last game of the regular season. Prime time herbo. Let's get it done. I'm out. <laughs> oh my God. Craig. Craig's pumped. I love pump Craig. Pump this Craig. If you're Craig, listening, Craig. if you're yeah. listening to this on a podcast platform, go watch the YouTube. Go watch the video. <laughs> the, <laughs> the cups of what he's drinking. <laughs> the hat. Well, he yes. has like a gallon he of a water. A gallon of water and then a coffee cup in the next shot. That oh was man. <laughs> three hats. I love you, I think Craig. he's excited, guys. I think I that think was his thought. I was like, uh, I don't I know what to do. I'm so excited. I feel like <laughs> with my hands on. I'm going to drink everything. We're going. <laughs> I love it. Craig's see that sense of humor. Piece, Craig's sense of humor piece. is all about subtlety. And yeah. so you're not going to hear it, but you will see it. You if will you see go it. check it out <laughs> on YouTube. And I, I need proof of the three piece suit when we get to Yeah, studio. for real. I want to see, see that. that. I bet it looks nice. Um, yeah, there's so many things about this game that were just unexpected. You know, talking about Jerry Tillery, man, like, yeah, that that dude came and made some plays, man. Made he some did. good plays. And not only so. were they big plays, they were in big time situations. That, yeah. Yeah. One, his sack was on a fourth down that oh, created a turnover. So nice. He had a nice. big tackle for a loss on a third down. Like he showed up in big times when we needed him to show up. So I hope it's a I hope it becomes a consistent thing for him. You know, mm-hmm. it's just something that it's not a spurt here and there against a team that we're beating by a million. Right. Um, but it can become a consistent thing that he does in big games like this coming Sunday. Well, it's when well, coach coach would mentioned him in the post game press conference where they somebody right. asked about him. He's like, yeah, he's still, you know, getting better at becoming a professional. Like basically he's still a work in progress. essentially. Right. So I think we're yeah. seeing it where he's getting better. And the coaching has a lot to do with that because we saw what he's been in the last few years and it's not at what he's doing currently. Mm-hmm. Right. And we got to remember Tillery, although he was a first round pick, he wasn't like a six overall pick. No, like, I, don't, I'm, I don't know if I'm trying to be shamelessly positive and defend him in this. <laughs> I do think that he probably should have had more production than he has. Sure. Um, but I, I, I just like the idea of him now starting to show something. He's had a better year this year. I think we can all say this year has been better than his previous years. I, yeah, I think undoubtedly he's definitely made more plays this year than we've ever seen him do. I mean, it, it feels like there was even a whole season where it was just like, wait, he was playing? I didn't even right. see him out there. Like, yeah. you just don't he's know just that getting he's there. pushed back. And right. Nothing when he's the second on the team in sacks right now behind Joey. So Get out of here. Wow. Wow. What you going to do? I'm going to. Freaking cheer him on, baby, because <laughs> this is uh, I'm gonna root for him, yeah. I'm gonna root for yeah. him loud and hard. So, uh, Craig, thank you, man, for, thank for coming you, on. That was and awesome, dude, adding the, the entertainment rest. value that we so largely lack here at the Charger Chat podcast. <laughs> we, do, we don't have props here, so this no. was uh, this was nice. This was a nice change of pace. So. What if, what if off season we become like Carrot Top podcast where we just pull out fucking <laughs> props and like crazy shit? We'll see. Maybe maybe a carrot top episode. It's, it's going to be a long off season, possibly. So we'll yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it Gotta all goes. Got to keep it fresh. Got to keep it fresh. So, all right, gang. Well, now it's time to go on to the longest segment ever known to the history <laughs> of man. It is time for Ask oh Bolt Fan. There's so many questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> 
you guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, gang. There are over 30 questions to get through. Some of them. We're going to have to have. We need to have a halftime. I really feel halftime will be needed. We'll, we'll throw an intermission in at some point. But yes, there's. Some of them are nice and short. Some of them are chunky monkeys. So we'll start it off <laughs> with uh, Aegon 27. I believe this was uh, it's our who? special special ass bolt fam because yes. he uh, won our sweet our uh, holiday giveaway and he was yeah, able to take giveaway. his daughter. Um, he drove from Texas That's to SoFi so for cool. his first time. Um, he won he won the, the giveaway um, and then he loaded up his car and they took off. Yeah, because so we told him what on Thursday and then they left Friday. We told Something him Friday, like Friday afternoon. Oh. He oh my bailed. I'm out. I gotta go. It was a long drive. So Be back they went. Soon. They were they were sending us pictures and videos of their whole experience, and it was yeah. I, it, it honestly, I'm glad that they went and we didn't. Like they had right. such oh, a good time. Like it was, it was something special. they'll. It was yeah. awesome to see them experience that. And they so. got to see a W. They oh, got to see a W. They one. got to see Herbert set a record. You know, they got the, to see 101. They got to see history. kickoff return. Yeah, they got yeah. to see a got kickoff see return for 101 yards. I have never been to the right, game I'm where I've seen now. that. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. All right. I, I, believe, I believe his name was. <laughs> <laughs> I believe his name was Eric, right? Yes. I believe his name was Eric, and he had a question, and it goes something like this. First, I uh, want to start off by saying thank you guys so much for the tickets. It was a blessing from you guys, and my daughter had the time of her life. Can't ever take these memories away. Uh, what was your guys' favorite plays from this game? All three phases played really well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So each of us has to pick one phase. Who wants off? 101 kickoff return. All right. Well, Kevin, oh, pick Kevin special, special teams. teams. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. I had to go with the 101 kickoff return. You don't see that well, every day. That well, was well, fucking awesome. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. I, I mean, I'd have to go with the history setting touchdown for, for Herbert. Yeah. So that's pretty good. I'll yeah, take offense. Yeah. Yeah. And tackling right. Mike Williams. That was pretty special. That was, yeah, there was a lot of special. Yeah, there was a lot. Uh, defensively, I think now it's the Joey Bosa getting called out for being tired and then just absolutely <laughs> yes. destroying Melvin Gordon in the backfield <laughs> and then yelling at Drew Locke. That was a yeah. great play. Yeah. Hindsight, that is where it's at with the mic. Yeah. But there were so many good ones. When they tried the Philly special and Nas just like a like a bullet into yeah. the backfield. Wasn't happening. The fourth it. down sack by Tillery. Yeah. Like, there was a lot. What could have been a pick six for Derwin James? There was a lot of really good defensive plays. Yes, big yeah. time. So yeah, uh, those all great plays that uh, from this last game. So Eric, hey, I'm glad you had a good time, buddy. Yeah, I mean those memories they will they will last forever, and yeah. uh, and really glad that you got to go see see history being made. So yeah, so, and we'll um, get you on we'll get you on the podcast. I want to hear about your. We got to have him on absolutely. Yeah, sure. Yes, we we'll, got to we'll hear from rolling. him directly. So. Uh, thank you, Eric, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Jeremy, who asked the question. Is the prophecy still in play? Yes, because it is written that one day, a talented long-maned fellow wearing powder blue and bolts of yellow will make the playoff dream found from its hiding refuge underground. And with a noble army at the helm, this master passer will thwart the raiders and save the realm. And to be the greatest, most interesting, most important person of all times. <laughs> all this is true because it rhymes. <laughs> Next week's game should be fun because Justin Herbert, the special, is the chosen one. 
Yep. Yeah. See, yep. All right. I can't fight See. that. Yeah, it does. It um, did, in fact, rhyme. So it has to be true. The master so passer. I, yeah. I don't know if the prophecy is necessarily still in play. I don't know if we're, it's a our new numbers prophecy. are. It's a ooh, new. I like it. New yeah. prophecy. I will yeah. tell you one thing, though. We did talk about the California burrito on the last episode. Yes. There's power. There's power. How did that in the go, burrito. Kyle? Because I got a picture from you. I got a burrito. I got with the jalapenos. Our, our, that's always our like childhood spot. Yes, and jalapenos. Was, I remember that. I will say it was eleven dollars. The Whoa! price of beef. The price of beef is out of control, but it wow. was good. And I'll, I will happily drop eleven dollars for every W. For a guarantee. A win. Eleven dollars yeah. a win. Yeah. Yeah. And and mine wasn't fucked up. I had no pico and I had extra guacamole. Yes. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mouthful of guac. Let's it makes it happen. That's the problem. So next week, now. everybody <laughs> listens to this. Do your best. Yeah. If you like California burritos, it's worth it. It's extra juice for the boys. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, I said it like that. I was running out of yeah, air. You really weird. ran out of air. No, <laughs> yeah, I did. The boys don't need any more juice. <laughs> <laughs> juice them up. All right. There you go. Thank you, Jeremy, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Melanie Arbues. Certified friend. Who asked the question. Question. California burrito. Did it have guacamole this week? Just curious. Go bolts. Melanie, I didn't know this question was next. <laughs> I had no idea. I was channeling what you were about to say. It's all and it did. It did it, have not only was extra. there extra guacamole. The guacamole <laughs> was a little spicy the Ooh. way I like it. It really, the French fries were perfectly crisp. Oh, that's and right. It was the perfect bite. Perfectly uh, filled. Uh, it was right. meant to be. Okay. So, yes. Every... Next question, uh, Bobby <laughs> Boyer. <laughs> All right. All Love right. You, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Melanie, for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Staley's Nuts and Bolts, who asked the <laughs> question. <laughs> Sorry, it worked last game, so I have to make you do it again. Let him throw. <laughs> let him throw. <laughs> Come on now, just let him throw. Let's go. Let's go. Can't hold us back anymore. I don't care what they say. Let the bolts rage on. Raiders never bothered us anyway. So what can we do? That we didn't do last time. I say, throw it more, throw it more, and tear this defense apart. What do you say? <laughs> oh I love the uh, let's go. It's just uh, like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Good one. Well, Nuts yeah. and bolts. It better work this week because I, who <laughs> I hate this movie so much. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the running game has really come along for us these last couple of weeks. The, the know, right defense or the our running game, like because he's saying, let it, let's just throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. Oh, I see what you're but, saying. And, yeah, and I agree. Like I want to see Justin throw the ball as well, but it seems like running the ball is what's like Kansas City. We ran the ball really, really well, and we should have won that game. And then, mm-hmm. and then this week against Denver, we obviously ran the ball really well as well. So I think mm-hmm. I do want to see Justin throw the ball. Obviously, I want him to throw for 500 yards, and right. Carr just looks like a little his little baby that he brought to the game. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the running game is something that we're starting to lean into a little bit more now that we have 
that clear number two that we can put in True. and keep keep Eckler fresh. Yeah. I will say this. If he throws, if he throws <laughs> over 380 yards, he'll have 5,000, 5,000 yards Not on the season. <laughs> just saying that. I'll sleep yeah, out there. I want to, I think I just saw, I, I don't have the exact number, but he, he uh, Herbert only has to throw like another 170 something yards to uh, break some other record. I, oh, He's, boy, that I'm was sure. A, yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's true. Yeah. <laughs> some like, other crazy ass record. This offseason, we need to gather all the records that can be broken by a quarterback just so we have them databased so we yeah, know what's yeah. coming. Yeah, so we know what we're looking for. Yeah. Pull them yeah. up in a little index and find them. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there you go, Staley's Nuts and Bolts. I hope you appreciated that because that it, was awesome. It actually. killed me inside to do it. But uh, <laughs> let's move it on now to Coach Lago, who asked the question. So, uh, whew, uh, Dadgum, uh, do we know the size of Herbert's foot? Let's go ahead and uh, shove it up Orlovsky's and PFF's keister. I mean, Craig can uh, hold him down, but uh, shoot, <laughs> gosh dumb. Uh, Herbert got me, huh? Well, the kid looks pretty darn good. I mean, heck, I, I played my heart out for 16 years in bolts, and he already got me. But uh, you know the difference is uh, Drew Locke wouldn't have survived me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, just ask Jay. You know, 90-yard <laughs> Touchdown! I will talk in your ear. That's what I do. Uh, I mean, boy, I mean, I just, I love sending the donkeys home with the, you know, the heads and their tails, dadgummit. I mean, how how pumped are we for this next weekend, fellas? It's got to be flex, right? You know, does Andre return another friggin' kick? I mean, goodness, that was exciting. You know, carp DM dudes. And uh, P.S., who who cheap-shotted our dude Rumpf on uh, the kickoff, okay? All right, Caleb, love you, bye. It was nice to it was nice to hear from Phil. Welcome. That was nice to hear from <laughs> that you. That was the worst Philip Rivers impression. Are you kidding me? That well, not the so, worst. I could do. No, I could do it's much. Pretty worse. bad, but um, no, I but could do worse. No, there's there's obviously good points in here, and yeah, just uh, I that that was a little bit concerning too. Yeah, we saw Rumpf down on the field for for a hot second. Yeah, but he I didn't did get see up the and hit. Walk off. I didn't see it either. Yeah, I didn't either. So Maybe that'll geez. be. That was after somebody, the. That was the one on one, right? That was the hundred one yard. Kick return. I, I believe so. If somebody yeah. cheap shotted someone. I'll go back and watch, and um, we'll put him on the list. It's him and him <laughs> and, and the Steelers Hayward. defense alignment that decided yeah, to punch. Yeah, yeah, those two will be on belly our belly puncher. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They're <laughs> put them on the list. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, how pumped are we? Pretty damn pumped. Pretty Coach pumped. pumped. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually yeah. really. Pumped right yeah. now. Let's I, go. I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be fully bolted this whole week, and I might need to see a doctor. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but thank Full, you, fully bolted. <laughs> yeah, so, way more than the eight hours that you have to go see a doctor. After. Yeah, yeah. put some ice it, on that voltage. It's, it, well, I, it's you know, it's not an over the counter medication. It's just it's an organic thing. But uh, Coach <laughs> Lago, thank you for for asking the question. Let's move it on now to G- Gigantor Five Thousand. <laughs> Certified fresh. Who asked the question? I have a question. Why were we doing such obvious run plays if Corey was out and we kept losing yards? Um, yeah, th- there was a few times that we were doing a run and Eckler was getting hit behind the line, and it was I, I mean, anytime you get hit behind the line, it's obviously frustrating. And I think yeah, it just felt more frustrating than what how many times it was happening. Um if they, I were, they if, start to stand I, out more. One of those I remember vividly, at least one of them, they brought the house. Like it was like a, a third they? down and they they brought a lot of people, more people than we had blocking. Mm. So I, well, I don't yeah, know if that's necessarily with, on cue. No, but even with that being said, if they're going to bring the house, check out of it and do something different. Right. You know, so yeah. I, I do agree. There was times throughout the game where I was like, man, these run, these first down running plays are just kind of becoming consistent and 
not really doing much. Um, it was a little bit frustrating. I don't think Corey Lindsley being out was the reason why the running game wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Denver just kind of started selling out for whatever reason. And that's why we ended up getting those that one-on-one coverage that we were able to take advantage of later in the game with Mike Williams going deep. Gotcha. Uh, if you're going to try to take away one thing, something else is going to open up. So mm-hmm. yeah, run um, sets up I, the pass. Right. If they have to, if they have to commit to stopping the run, then the pass is going to open up. Mm-hmm. I also, I agree though. I do. There was times where I was talking to my dad while watching the game. I was like, "Man, these run plays are just kind of just like just zone left, zone right. Mm-hmm. Not really much to it. We're not really mixing things up, and it's every yeah. first down. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if it's consistent, or maybe that was just putting that on film so that the Raiders aren't ready for our crazy first down play calling this week. We'll have to wait and see. But Gigantor wow, five thousand. Thank you for asking the question. Uh, Let's move it on now to Mike Nava, who asked the question. Hipkins or Storm at right tackle from here on out? (laughs) I miss Tommy boy. I miss Chris. I miss old Chris over there. Right tackle doesn't shake hands. Right tackle's got a hug. (laughs) Um, I mean, you can make an argument for either one. Really? I think Storm's going to get it because he's played there all season well, and he's been yeah. solid. But Pipkins, we have a great backup now. We but have did, a, yeah. Not, uh, did we hear why Storm didn't play this last game? I, COVID symptoms. Yeah. Was it COVID Coach symptoms? Said that okay. he was still, yeah, he was still kind of recovering from COVID. Okay. He said each player is dealing with it differently and we want to make sure all the players are, you know, getting back 100%. And he was, and okay. he was suited up. They said he was kind of like Derwin last week. He was an in-case-of-emergency type thing. He just gotcha. wasn't at okay. 100%. Break yeah. the glass in case of emergency deal. Right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah, because that, that did surprise us. I, I We we only knew that... Uh, I panicked Murray... a little bit. Not going to lie. Well, there was yeah, a little that, bit of panic. That's a depleted Denver Bronco defense. If Bradley Chubb was in, I don't think that Trey Pipkins would have kept them to zero pressures. Mm. Yeah. Um. So I. Yeah. I think. Good point. I think as a coach, a guy that has been consistent throughout, however many what, Storm Norton played since week halfway through week one. Right. You're not going to so, demote him because he wasn't. No. Available. He played. He played 15 weeks and he's played pretty consistent football. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what you have to go with. Um. Pipkins has played good the two times that we needed him to, so he's getting better. But I still think that Storm Storm will be the play. Okay. There you go, Mike Nava. Thank you for asking the question. It's moving on now to Salty Sports Guy, who asked the question. Well, <laughs> shoot. our special teams this week. It makes a huge difference getting production there. Is it just me, or does Drew Locke look like God put got to the character creation screen and was just like, fuck it, and left everything on the generic default settings with his Sims-looking ass? <laughs> Care top, you did it. I did props. it. Yes, I, I didn't know we had a props. I had to. I had to bust this out. I didn't. I showed it off on Twitter, but I didn't get a chance to show it off on the podcast. This was something that my sister got me. This oh, gnome awesome. with this charger, everything. My little charger gnome. I, that's so funny. I don't know where I'm going to put him. I can't just like sit him <laughs> back here or anything like that. <laughs> floating in midair, but uh, but yeah, I love him. He's he's a good guy. Um. Okay, so let's see. Especially, Drew. Oh yeah, yeah. I hate Drew Lock's face. <laughs> Drew Lock's yeah. the worst. It, he's just the worst, dude. He's just the worst. I know. It, it's it's funny. I think being in this league, we have like the league of like the most 
hateable quarterback faces. Yeah, they're you've just got such Patrick Mahomes, Drew Lock, and Kermit Derek the Carr. Frog. Yeah, yeah. You got Eyeliner Carr. You've got Kermit the Frog, and you've got Drew. Oh. Let me dance my way out of this lock. Yeah. So Derek Carr has the most ridiculous <laughs> hair right now. He's like has some balding, but he has this like, trying dude, to grow a fro. They put him next to the guy from Home Alone. Marv, 100%. have you seen that picture? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's a Daniel Stern. Yeah. Yeah. Don, that's it. Yeah. Don and with then, eyeliner. And then Patrick Mahomes cannot grow facial hair, but is trying so desperately. <laughs> he's, he's trying so Walks like a pregnant <laughs> woman and just sounds like Kermit the Frog. Like, how do you get all of those things into one person? Into one conference. Wild. Too. <laughs> we had a real awesome and then real we had world Drew season. Locke. Teddy Bridgewater was like, at least like, oh yeah, sure. Teddy's a good I didn't guy. hate Teddy Bridgewater's yeah, face. Yeah. I hate Drew Locke's face, though. There <laughs> is something Locke about his face that yeah. I just I do not and his like. His lack of dancing ability, but he keeps trying to do it. He just is such a gomer. <sighs> he turned into a real crybaby this last uh, this last yeah. game, too. So my face, my face. No, your face hit the ground because you got laid out. <laughs> yeah. They tired. I hit you. He's tired. You hit the ground. He's yeah. tired, guys. Come on. He's tired. <laughs> so Salty sports guy, I feel you. I, I just, I don't like his face, but... Uh, thank God we beat him. Thank God I don't we think we have him. to worry about... Do you think he's stick? I don't know where he's going to no, go. He's sticking yeah. around. He's probably El Gano for Shiro. Yeah, no doubt. I so. think that's going to be the big storyline of this offseason is the quarterback that goes to Denver. Mm-hmm. They're going to go get somebody. We'll find out. The only way they can win games is if they bring in somebody. That's the that's how they win their, you know, do their best yep. football. You Bring, bring, in big bring in somebody. Bring in a bring big, big name. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> throw all the money at him and then bring Aaron Rodgers in. Yeah. That'd be so Shh. silly. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers uh, and ASUS. Sorry. We'll get there. Well, we'll plenty of time. A, to go get to a Tagovailoa. Go go pick yeah, him up. Yeah, go pick him up. <laughs> that yeah, would be awesome. Choice. Um, all right. Salty sports guy. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daniel Lewallen, who asked the question. What's up, Brochachos? KKK. So like. Question for the coach. Do you think the midseason additions of Hopkins and Roberts have single-handedly saved the special teams? Or do you think Darius Swinton has made an impact from a coaching blocking standpoint on returns? Okay, later on, dudes. I love that voice. Uh, um, yeah, I think I, I'm a coach, so I'm always going to try to have the coaches back and say he's had impact. But we talked about it earlier, the stats from the first few weeks until after we picked up um, Andre, it, it's so polarizing that he has to be the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and then Hopkins obviously is is a kicker. Like he kicks the ball through the end zone. We touch back most kickoffs. Right. Yeah. And he's making his field goals. So they have, they've kind of revolutionized our special teams, those two guys alone. And it makes it that much more fun to be a coordinator. You know, like when you have the guys in place, yeah. you can get creative. You can do things. You can change things up because you know what works. And now you can get creative with how to, to make it better. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of scrambling to, how do I make KJ Hill a return guy? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yep. Good, point. Good. Great points there. So there you go, Daniel Wallen. Thank you for asking the question. It's moving on now to Z the King one. Who asked the question? So glad uh, we were able to pull out the win today. Uh, now it's on to family, trust, and respect week. Uh, overall, the team played well, but there were still so many drop passes yesterday, which is why Herbert started one in seven or so. Uh, how is it possible that this keeps happening? Okay, uh, Keenan has even addressed this issue to the media, but he missed a couple catches today too. Is it poor ball placement by Herbert? 
Are the receivers having the yips? Is it that the throws are too hard and fast and the receiver not being able to catch them in time? I mean, either way, we get to go to the Raiders and hopefully beat the brakes off of them in their, in their house next week to get the playoff spot. And I'm hoping we dismantle them as thoroughly as we did the Broncos today. Okay. Bolt up, baby. Yeah. I, the, the drop passes is, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think it's poor ball placement. If the ball hits your hands, you need to catch it as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. That's bottom was, line. If you're getting paid millions of dollars to catch footballs, you got to catch footballs. Right. There was one that came out to um, Palmer and right at the goal line. And that mm. one was hot, 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 hot. Yeah. Even like, I don't think anybody could, <laughs> anybody could have caught that ball. Right. So I think it, there's this perfect marriage of like, you got to catch the ball and holy shit, Herbert's fired up. Get ready. This, like, get ready. Be Herbert ready. Yeah. It's a cannon. Right. Like, that's just the bottom line. And some of the passes that he can make that no one else can make is because he has a cannon. Right. Yeah. Catch the ball. That's right. like what Catch Keenan's the cannonball. Go get on the jugs machine, turn that thing up to as fast as it can go and start catching footballs. Right. Yeah. Get to his no level. He, he can't go down to your level. You got to get to his no. level. So if he's good enough to get the ball there and beat coverage because he can get it to you faster, you yeah. got to catch it. Yeah. It'll make you better. Catch the catch the hundred mile per hour fastballs. You got this. All right. Well, there you go, Z the King One. Thank you for asking the question. We move on now to Jeebs. Do you silent? Do you hear that? No. You do you hear it? Mm-mm. No, you don't because it's silent. <laughs> the D. The, it's silent, folks. Marijuana on one, reefer on two. <laughs> hut hut. Touchdown, oh, Herbert. All right, all right, all right. We're going to take this here Herbert-sized lightning rod and stick it so far up that dark hole Sunday night. It's going to break out the top of that Roomba they got. <laughs> hey, you know why they made it look like a Roomba? Hmm? It's because they suck, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Where's my joint at? Hey, man, wait, man, wait, where's my... All right, all right, I got it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, shit, sorry. All right, uh, speaking of dog shit, how about them Broncos? Huh? All right, all right, all right. Uh, whoa, hey, baby. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, that uh, Bronco victory party got canceled. Yeah, but uh, don't worry. There's a new one getting started for you right over at SoFi. All right, all right. You need to drop those Bronco dopes right and right with us, but uh, we'll figure that out later. All right, all right, all right. I'll see you there. Yeah, gotta love those redheads. <laughs> yeah, all right. Where was I? All right. Uh, our special teams finally got on track, huh? Finally, the right kind of special. All right, but uh, there's a couple of downers. Uh, Shut up. We got to face him, okay? Does Lombardi not know how to call plays in the red zone, or does our golden child not know how to audible in the red zone? Because uh, our red zone offense just seemed bad, you know? Uh, also, what the hell happened to catching with your hands? I noticed a lot of times our receivers like to catch with the body, but like Keenan's first drop, it hit him in the chest, but he cradled his arms too low, then uh, got hit from behind, so, you know, incomplete. I'm no receiver, so I, I don't know, but uh, I've always heard catch with your hands. Just saying, all right, all right. I'm uh, going to go out with this. Uh, oh, I, I couldn't tell who said it, but I'm pretty sure it was Locke. Uh, 
Somebody said he's tired. He's tired. I'm assuming at Bosa. Then uh, at the snap, he busted through that line like a man possessed. <laughs> then he got in Locke's face like, who's tired, you little bitch? <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. I love it. All right, Bull fam. Enjoy Victory Monday. I know I will. And we'll see you at that Roomba shit bowl with that shitty ass Colin bitch announcer. <laughs> all right. F- that guy. All right. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. And f- the Raiders. All right. Can't love you. Bye. All right. All right. All right, all right. All right, all right. That was a good one. Ooh, another long one there, Jeeves, but I love it. That was love awesome. It. That was good. So we're talking about play calling, uh, red zone play calling, and then drop passes. And drop yeah. passes, yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, we kind of already talked about the drop passes, so the red zone Jeeves play did, calling. Jeeves did kind of look at technique, right? The That's idea true. of catching yeah, he did your bring hands that up. your chest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you always coach kids to catch with their hands mm-hmm. I, it is weird though i do see pretty consistently a lot of receivers if they're open they let they let the ball come to them and catch in their chest i don't know if they're they're still catching with their hands but it's more comfortable trapping i don't know what it is but i do see it i see it kind of a lot it's not it's not isolated to the chargers or keenan i don't think you can attribute that to the drops um obviously keenan allen is one of the best receivers in the world um, and if that was the issue, I think he could see it on tape and fix it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't think that's the issue. The red zone offensive play calling, um, it, that's interesting because we have gotten stopped down here against the chiefs. We had a couple goal line things that didn't pan our way. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this week we had to kick a field goal with starting at the ball at the first goal at the one. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys, what do you guys think? What have you guys noticed of the offensive play calling down there? What I haven't noticed is there's no Gabe Neighbors. I want to see Gabe Neighbors quick handoff, just power. Every time he gets the ball, he al- he only gets the ball when there's an amazing punt or something, and we get we get stuck, you know, underneath five yards, and he gets us two three yards every time we hand him the ball, even mm-hmm. if they're like goal line defense on us. Mm-hmm. So I want to see more Gabe Neighbors in those situations. I don't I, give the man give the man a shot. And you know what? The other thing is in those really short yardage stuff, it's like Tom Brady is is like known for his short yardage QB sneak. Mm-hmm. And Justin is a big, yeah, he's a Justin's big a man. Big guy Dude, and look he's at not your afraid shirt. to do that. Yeah. Look at your shirt. Yeah. He was, I was in. in. I was Let's in. Go. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think I, had to put my I think that was on. It's cold. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, I, I think that was kind of the interesting thing. Um, some of those uh, plays where, you know, Eckler was trying to get it in and was getting tackled behind the line was in some of those goal line situations where he was trying to get in. Like we would be like right up on the goal line, but then we'd have to go back a few yards and it was like, damn it. Like, I don't know what, what the situation was with the, with the line. If they just weren't making holes, what, what wasn't executing properly, but you know, what's interesting. There was one play that I vividly remember from this previous week that Justin looked at Keenan. Keenan gave him a thumbs up. No, Justin stepped back and threw a little fade to him, and we were at like the five yard line. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a yep, throw me the ball. Everyone knew it was coming. And he just tossed it up there. Mm-hmm. So those the chance those those shots are still there. They're like in the playbook, right? There's just there's something about red zone efficiency that is hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard because everything gets condensed. Zones, defensive zones are condensed. The amount of route options are lessened completely. It all comes down to your short passing game. And defensive backs know that. Mm-hmm. They know that you got slants, you got arrows, you got quick outs. Like you don't have the deep routes to worry about. So you can be more aggressive on your play. So overall, red zone offense is, is tough. So 
usually you have to be able to run the ball. And we haven't really been able to do that uh, like consistently down there. Protein the Tinkerbell. Protein Tinkerbell. Yep. Toss it in Gabe Neighbors. Let's go. Get him in the mix. He's 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 a pro bowler for Pete's sake or a pro bowl alternate. alternate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He could be a pro bowler. <laughs> so we'll see. Get him but, his first uh, touchdown. Yeah, come on. Uh, Jeeves, thank you for making some great points and asking the questions. We appreciate it. Let's move yeah. it on now to Shamelessly Positive Ryan, who asked the question, do you feel like all the issues that we've experienced throughout this season are finally being resolved? One, the illegal shifts. Two, kicking issues. Three, run defense. Four, drops. The last game showed me that uh, they can fire on all cylinders. All that's left is to be five consistent. Okay, love you, bye. See what you did there with the numbers. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll just jump in. I think we've handled one and two. I think as the season was going, we handled one and two. Legal shifts and kicking are done. Run defense yep. and drops we're still dealing with, and hopefully those also get resolved as we continue past this next game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then can be consistent. That's that's the biggest one. That, that that's the name of the game. Of yeah. yeah, that's how you win Super Bowls. You have to be consistent because you got to win three, four games in a row. Right. Still a lot Which of football left if you want to win the thing. Right. Yeah. 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 Got to still got a ways to go. But uh, there you go. Shamelessly positive, Ryan. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to James Campbell, who asked the question. Sorry, fresh. Hi, dudes. I listen to your show every damn day, sometimes twice in a row. I love the show. I would love to hear you try a dark Gotham Batman voice. I think that would be very funny to me. (laughs) 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 Thanks for the show, guys. Keep up the good work. My question is, why does Brandon Staley look like Michael Keaton? Keep that Batman mask on, motherfucker. And f- the Raiders and the Chiefs and the Raiders. I hate them all with equal enthusiasm. <laughs> that would be very funny to me. That would be very funny to me. I would find that very humorous. I would laugh. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting. I, I've I've never really made the comparison of Brandon Staley that looks a bit like Michael. Kind of does look like. Michael I think Keaton. it's in that yeah. stare. It's in that intense stare when he's just yeah. staring you down. Like especially, oh, that did you guys see that rain pick when they were practicing out in the rain and Staley yeah. just standing there, kind of doing that that you know that that look with yeah. the coach. Picked eye. up some Keaton. <laughs> I think he picked up a little bit of Keaton there, especially in that picture. Um, Who do you guys hate the most, Raiders, Chiefs, or Broncos? Or Raiders. <laughs> Yeah, Raiders. Raiders and Raiders. <laughs> you got to get them in there twice. Mm. Who do you guys hate the most? I think currently I hate the Chiefs more. <laughs> really? Yeah. I hate the Raiders so much. Yeah, I mean, I, I so think much. I have Longevity, a longer tenured history. Yeah, my tenure of hating one of these teams is longer with the Raiders because yes. yeah. going to games as a kid and experiencing Raider fans, like, Their fans you'll never suck. You'll so never bad. shake that. You'll never no. shake it. Their yeah, fan base the sucks. Worst. You never want their ownership sucks. Their team sucks. Their coaches suck. They're just not good. Their players are <laughs> not questionable. Yeah. I, I think suck. for me, it, it's currently the Chiefs. I think long, longevity wise, it's the Raiders. But I think the Chiefs, 
especially after this last game where you had Chiefs fans doing the chop with Parham down on the field. Yeah. And you had Mahomes it's running to the sideline and yeah. taunting I, the, the Chargers. That that was not a good you look. Like, Raiders okay, do so, that shit too. But think I'm not about this. They don't, yeah. No, no. Think about this. When you lose to the Chiefs, which we just did a couple right. of weeks ago, we left that game thinking, oh, that's a, like, yeah, that sucks that we lost, but we we have these things to build on. Mm-hmm. If we lose to the Raiders, there's no positive thinking, in all honesty. Like, that's true. And yeah. that's how I think that I hate the Raiders more because we lose to the Raiders. I am so sad for a long time. <laughs> and that's why we have to win this Sunday because this is the last, if we, if we don't, Pull out this dub. You just you just stated the stakes for right so now, long. Kyle. You just you put, you threw down the stakes of what I didn't think about the real losing. Think about having no, to not, sit on a loss to the Raiders for six, I don't want eight to. months. I'm, 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 I told you I'm going to be bolted up no. the rest of the week, my friend. I can't oh, think so about. Hard. Yeah, I can't be thinking about. But think about how great it's going to be to be the team that kicks like ends their season at the same oh, time. It's yeah. going to be beautiful. Yeah, that, the, that's the one thing that we didn't talk about. Like the, our win this last week took the Broncos out of contention, took the Browns yeah, and the Broncos. Dolphins out suck of contention. Dolphins. Yeah, so our win just screwed it up for a, a whole bunch of other teams, and now we're going to screw it up for one more goddamn team, and that's going to happen this Sunday night. So. All right. Well, there you go, James Campbell. Thank you for asking the question. I hope that made you laugh. Ha ha ha. Um, let's move it on now to Swim Shady, who asked the question. Yeah, the Broncos and weak ass Drew Locke. I haven't seen a face I wanted to punch so bad. Thank you, Rams, and thank you, Titans. My question is, if you had one odd superpower, what would it be? As an example, you can only go invisible if people close their eyes. <laughs> Can't love you, bye. So a weird superhero power. Um, I think what he's referencing is mystery men where if you, there was the one guy, yeah. if you closed your eyes, everybody else turned invisible. So um, I have one. Okay, yeah. I have one. I think mine would be the power of seduction because I've done all my seducing. I am no longer having children. <laughs> It's a useless, useless talent that I will not need. Seduction. <laughs> okay, I can, I can get behind that. Can I you can roll back with that me up. on that? Sure. Get behind on yeah, that. All I right. can get behind on that. Um, because you don't, don't need. If, I don't know. This is hard. Uh, let's see. I would make it where no matter what pizza I eat, I wouldn't get fat. <laughs> That's a <laughs> great a superpower. Great superhero but it, it benefits yeah. nobody but me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that works. So I'll take that one too then. Okay, there you go. Kyle's in, <laughs> on board with it. Pizza so, Boys. I love pizza. Yeah. It's my favorite food. You, you caught us far. a bit in the headlights there, Swim Shady, but yeah. hey, thank Good you one. for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to CD, who asked the friend. question. My first victory question here, but I think it's a good one. Last year, when Herbert cut his hair and everyone was devastated, I think he said it does. he does it annually. Do you think he will do it this year? And if so, when? And I meant certified fresh for a victory, victory question. Victory fresh. <laughs> yeah, victory fresh. Let me be specific. Um, I don't think it happens. The hair is just too Maybe a trim. Shape. Maybe a trim, but not a right. full buzz. Because you know he's the off season. He's gonna go somewhere, do some biology. Like not a lot of people are yeah. gonna be looking at him, and that's when doctors he, that's without when he trims borders the type thing, something like that. He's gonna go build some houses. 
Don't they say like the best haircuts are the ones that you don't notice or something like that? Yeah, he's just going to get, he's got to get some of the dead hairs at the bottom off, clean it up, let it keep going. He's going to, he's going to have a rager with all of his friends over. He's going to fall asleep with his (laughs) shoes on and they're going to cut his hair off. Oh no. That's what's going to happen. Don't say that. Game neighbors. Justin, don't invite Kevin to any of your parties. I'm just picturing now Justin Herbert on the field with Sharpie marker all over his face. <laughs> just a dick on Big his face and half his hair cut off. Yeah. He's got a monocle on one eye. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They get they get real over Herbert, there. The neighbors doesn't mess around. Don't invite Hug and Duggan over. He will no. obviously start I'm more of the stuff. idea man. Like I'll get people fired up to do stuff. I won't actually <laughs> do it. All the more reason to still guy. not have yeah, you over. Yeah, you still don't want that guy. Yeah. It's a hype man. Um, all right, for. CD, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mark Busnelli Jr., who asked the yes. question. Well, geez, Louise, guys, this has been one wacky, wildly wild season. It was nice for once to have a shellacking of a game against a hapless giant squad. Who's your most underrated pickup this year? I love the Andre Roberts one. He's made our offense easier by getting us much better field position. Who's yours? Caleb, you buy. And this was Mark Busnelli message. We didn't get this in a couple episodes ago. He's like, it still stands. Like he just like <laughs> stated how like he called his shot. Oh like, yeah, he said Andre Roberts like two weeks ago, and now he called. So oh, basically, nice. he's just bra- Mark's just bragging us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we obviously agree. Obviously, like yes. hundred hundred thousand percent. Dustin yes. Hopkins, Andre Roberts, best pickup. Yeah, by far. Yeah, and, and yeah, I don't even think they're up. underrated. I think, I mean, honestly, Hopkins probably feels more underrated. I don't think we've been really singing his praises. We've been saying, you know, good job, out of boy, but not just like, holy cow, dude, Get you're making, man. you're kicking the most field goals in the entire freaking league right now. Way to yeah. freaking go! Well, so, done. yeah. But uh, Andre Roberts, we love him. So Mark Busnelli Jr., thank you for asking the question. Um, Arnie Gordon is next on the list. They might be, and they might not be. I'm pretty sure we've had Arnie Gordon before. All right, well... But Kevin's hey, feel, Kevin's feeling certified pretty, fresh. Let's right. roll. Yeah. But yeah, let's. What are we? Are we running out of certified freshes? <laughs> what are we holding back? No, dude. I just have a stamp. I'm just stamping everything, just everywhere. Yeah. Don't have me over at a party late one night. You're getting a certified fresh stamp. Here we go. They got a question that goes like this: Kevin's first tattoo is going to be certified, certified fresh. <laughs> now that we've seen how a head coach can play a role in developing players, what is your opinion of Pipkins? Questenberry and Schofield now. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. I, I, I think feel pretty it, bad it, about my points that I made a few weeks ago because <laughs> I missed the boat yet well, I again. Think more than more than just these guys, I think it 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 leads to my opinion of our coaching staff. Mm-hmm. That they can yeah. take guys that underperform and get them to a level where they're able to contribute. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it, it, it says more about our coaching staff than it does these guys. Like, yeah, like uh, if I had to say the things that I said about Pipkins to his face now, <laughs> that would be a very uncomfortable situation. Awkward. It would be like yeah. that, so, first of all. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Then, so, yeah. I'm sorry, Trey. I'm glad you got coached up by good coaches and now you, you're a, you're a good NFL football player. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think if more than anything, it just gets me excited about our coaching staff and them getting our guys ready. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm going to actively try and get Trey Pipkins on an interview in the offseason. 
just so I can apologize to him. I know, right? And then and then I'll interview him. There like I go. literally apologize to him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, Arnie Gordon. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Chris B. Nay. Who asked the question? <laughs> With how good Andre Roberts is in space, should we work more on getting him some nice catch and run routes? And drag or something that's an easier catch than a 50-yard bomb. Hey, hey, He has some wheels. He's got yeah. some wheels. I mean, we've seen him get thrown into the mix a couple times, like I, some sweeps, I think. like just Fly some, sweep. Yeah. yeah. So None, I, of, a, none yeah, of those it, have worked for us this year, though, unfortunately. Yeah, but sometimes those plays are just to set up and free up other stuff. Keep defense honest. Um, I don't see Andre Roberts taking over Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, or Jalen oh, Guyton's God, spot. No. <laughs> or Josh Palmer. So it's like, yeah, he's a he's a great specialist at what he does. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay for that to be okay. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I, I think. And if anything, it just ensures that you've got that guy in that spot. No reason to risk putting him out there to potentially get injured on another play that he doesn't need to get injured on. So, right. Um, yeah. But we see what you're saying there, Chris B. Nay, and I think it's a good idea. But uh, I, think, I think we're good where we're at. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Scotty B63, who asked the question. How good is beating the Broncos like a rented mule? <laughs> I love revenge games. So anytime we can it's get a good. revenge. Who's beating a rented so mule, good. though? I know. <laughs> I guess yeah. the, the dead horse. Is, yeah. Yeah. Horse, I, horse, it feels horse, great to beat the Broncos. It Man, is always I, good. I don't know. Like, yeah. They're. It's always good to beat. I hate the Chiefs, Broncos, and Raiders. Yeah. So it's good to beat them always. Well, and good to beat them, especially after losing to them earlier this season. Right. That that yeah. it's a little bit of redemption. It feels like. I'm curious when the last time we went four and two in the AFC West. I'm really curious because we're if we win this game, that's where we're where we'll sit. And it's been a hot minute, I believe. It yeah. has been a long time. It feels like. But uh, hey, Scotty B sixty three. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Hain. Who asked the question? I'll say, I'll say, run seven, run all the way to the house. We finally broke one. We own our own destiny. I'll say, I'll say, fuck the Raiders. Do you guys think they will flex the next game? I say, I hope so. I'll say, I'll say, can't love you, bye. And coach, uh, why were we giving up big plays in the secondary? I'll say, Hayne, I love how quickly you responded to the Ask Bolt Fam question. Because, yeah. yes. Before it even got flexed. I love it. And that was like yes. immediately following. So yes. So yeah. yes. Flexed. Hard. We are definitely flexed and uh, giving up plays in the secondary. I, I don't recall us giving up too many big ones. Did we? I guess there was a few. So there was, there was there the was one the that Mike one. Davis kind of got lost and Nas didn't get over the top. Right. But that was like a lucky Drew Lock, Drew locked under through the ball. And it was like just a weird kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. The big plays that I saw was when they hit guys underneath and they just ran. Like right. when they hit yeah. Melvin Gordon at the end of the first half and he just got open uh, and there was just open field in front of him. And I went back and watched that over and over with my dad. And I think I think they were we were in cover two man. Ogbong, uh, Amon Ogbong Bamiga was mm-hmm. our linebacker at that time. He saw Melvin went out to his side and then cut straight under the formation. He didn't run with it. Mm. So there was that was his man that he didn't didn't account for gotcha um and then noah fant one time caught a little hitch in the sideline and then ran for like 40 hmm. yeah so those were I the watched, big plays yeah. to me that were like jesus like how can we I watched that one again too and it was like mike davis 
but he pulled up. He did not make an effort to tackle him. That was, a, yeah. it was that was the weirdest one for me that I was thinking about. Hmm. Yeah. So those were the big plays that I remember. Um, and that was they caught the ball in front of you. You got to go make the tackle. It shouldn't be big plays. There you go. The Michael Davis, he got he got lost on two, two, two passes, but nothing. No, there was no big play touchdowns. Mm-hmm. No big play changing momentum shifters. So um, I thought they did a they did a good enough job for sure. Okay. Well, there you go, House of Pain. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to 13 D Marcos. <laughs> Who asked the question? Um, children, uh, listen up, okay? Uh, exciting uh, <laughs> stuff here today, okay? QB1 uh, look, uh, looking so uh, locked in today, okay? Uh, Robert's the uh, scariest return man in the game, and uh, Darwin uh, dropping freebies, okay? Uh, now, uh, remember, drugs are bad, but uh, is signing Antonio Brown also a bad idea? I mean, doesn't it feel like we need some uh, edge for the playoffs, Okay. Did you guys, you guys have seen Slapshot, right? Remember the end where he like yeah. strips and like just quits the quits the team yeah. like at the very end of the so, championship game? Yeah. I don't need a strip show if we make it to the yeah. show. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. I don't need that shit in my life. So I, that is a not worth it situation. <laughs> if he's done it once, he, he can, can do, it, do again. it again. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ever ever since his return to to the NFL, it's been it's been a roller coaster. And if we've learned anything from Tom Telesco and he's his not, picking of he's guys, not a big no. roller coaster guy. No, he doesn't like roller coasters. He's more about a merry go round, if anything. So, um, yeah, <laughs> carousel it up. Yeah, don't go on the roller coasters. Yeah, no. Don't so give me something consistent. Something consistent and and good with kids. So, thirteen uh, D Marcos, I like what you I like what you're thinking, but I I doubt it. I, that's that sounds pretty pretty no out way. there. Yeah, no way. Yeah, I would be willing to bet anything that there's no way we sign Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, but uh, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Blonded Surfer, who asked the question: Harrison uh, Cook uh, need to be thrown to the dogs after uh, the season, eh? I think uh, we're okay without the two. McKitty, Parham, and Stephen A. are going to be a crazy three-headed dragon baby. Okay. Mm. So uh, Pipkin's uh, looking good. Uh, motherfucker was uh, pancaking dumbass donkeys all day. Mm. So uh, pancakes or waffles? <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> I'm fine without. <laughs> See, he, he did what you ask. He did what you asked last episode. He snuck Threw in, in a question, the yes. perfect question. <laughs> I love yeah, it. he did. Um, it's a, it's a hot <laughs> it button very issue. Funny. Very, yeah, very debatable. Yes, um, I'm fine getting rid of Cook. I, I don't. He was on a no, one year. He was always I, a one year guy. He was yeah, always. He I'm almost fine guy. for him not to be activated anymore. I, like the drops and the miscommunications. Like you're taking away an opportunity for somebody else to be on the field. Like I, I think I, I personally have seen enough. Um, it's understandable. I like the I like the veteran experience that's been in the playoffs to be there during the playoffs, just to be that guy mm-hmm. to help and to be a reassurance. Um, and I have hope that he can make a couple big catches here and there because he has. He's had some fourth right. down catches. He's made some touchdowns. He's had some bad drops yeah. for sure. But um, yeah, I I don't I don't think there's any way he's back next year. Yeah, no way. Uh, and, but I don't have to cut him. He's only on a one year deal, so it's not even yeah, a cut. It's right. just a release. Go off. Let him Catch go. Let him release. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go waffles. Hard. Hard waffles. I'm definitely more on the waffle side. I mean, I'm a pancake guy. Mm. Well, what's, uh, what's, what's your reasoning behind that? <laughs> you know Explain what? I think yourself. we can all agree on. I think we can all agree for this Canadian comment is that we're all maple syrup. Oh, well, we do of love our, our nope. maple syrup. Nope. 
Nope. I beg your pardon. Apple butter. Oh, yeah. You are big on your apple butter. All day long. He does all day long. It's so pecan apple butter all day long. On a waffle. On a waffle. You heard it right. You heard it here first. It's the truth. Kevin's been in Missouri. Late breaking news. No, he did that even in college. I remember him just slathering. Apple butter on pancakes is legit. Apple butter on a they're Waffle essentially the exact same thing. <laughs> They're just cooked differently. Yeah, same, waffles got a little bit more flavor combo. I mean, unless you let it just like soak, waffles got a little <laughs> bit more of a crunch to it, which I yeah, I do yeah. love the crunch factor. Um, and pancake just <laughs> turns into a soppy mess if you just let it sit there. So, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There's our answers. Blinded server. Thank you for asking the question. Uh, oh, Bonnet Server was Canadian, eh? It was Canadian for this episode, don't you know? Oh, um, waffles, eh? Yeah. Uh, what was that? <laughs> what was that? Take let's off, eh? let's move it on now to off, Kyle eh? T, who asked the Good question. Woo! Another win for the good guys. Her Las Vegas faders. We're coming for you, suckers. Let's bolt the fuck up and go get that playoff spot. My question is, what are your top five most important re-signings this offseason? And P.S., how much do you think gets taken out of Mike Williams' next contract for the comp package to get Herbert's record ball back? <laughs> Can't love you, boy. Boy. <laughs> Oi. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you my I'll give you three. The three that come top of my head. Linval, um, Dustin Hopkins, and Mike Williams. Those are my three guys that I want back badly. And then I think Andre okay. Roberts is in there as well. Um, I think def- defensively, I'll throw two guys, Justin yeah. Jones and Kaiser White. Yeah, I was going to say Kaiser White is definitely sure. should be coming back. Um, and I kind of want to say Uchenna Nwosu as well. I like him. I just don't think he's going to he's gonna require big time money. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't keep everyone. Sure. You know? But we're going to have $70 million to spend. I don't know how much money he's necessarily going to be looking for, but I got to think we could break him off a little chunk, a little piece. Break, break him off a piece. Yeah. Of that, that Kit, Kit Kat, Kat bar. bar. <laughs> yeah. Give him a piece. There's a Give lot, man. Piece. I'm looking through this list. There's a lot. It's going to be heavy. Yeah. We're, we're, some guys are just going to have to get cut. It's just, it's just the absolutely. way it's going to yeah. go. With 11. Or not cut, just let go. Yeah. We're going to have 11 picks going into the draft. So that's at least 11 spots right there. Um, not necessarily all starters, but 11 spots. And. Yeah, we're going to have 70 million, but we're going to have to like fill a lot of holes. So it's going to be, it's going to be rough, but uh, it's just, it's still Staley's exciting the for the job. Staley is the man for the job. Absolutely. It's exciting because I think it's, it's an opportunity for a big overhaul and you get the guys, get the guys you want. Right. If you really like them, resign them. Yes. It, it's a weird, it's not a rebuild. It's a, we can do whatever the f- we want. Right. Kind of. Energy. You're not rebuilding you a house. It's not like you're you have a house you knock you're it down and rebuild it. It's just a remodel. remodel. Yeah, remodel. Same Some house, nicer finishes. Coat of paint. Yeah, maybe just you like know, the kitchen or just the, the steam bath. shower. Add a steam yeah, shower. Yeah, yeah. everybody wants a steam shower. Put a bay window in. What the heck? Room. We got seventy million, right? Yeah, maybe a, yeah. maybe a spa like a, in the back, so you know some hot tubbing. Yeah, jacuzzi. Tub. Sure, 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 yeah. sure, 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 sure. So Kyle T, <laughs> thank you for asking the question. Don't let's forget, mo- yeah, don't forget the farmhouse sinks. Those things are great. Okay, let's move it on now <laughs> to Fuego Wave, who asked the question. Let's fucking go. <laughs> That's what I love to see, and why I love this team so much. We are one hundred percent going to the playoffs. I can't see the Chargers choking, though it is in their past. <laughs> we going all the way. Also, shout out to our boy Andre Roberts. 
Here is my question. What's coming, free agent? Would you like to see the Chargers sign K. Borks the f*** up? Your favorite redhead. Fuego wave. <laughs> wave. Um, oh, man, we haven't had a chance to look at all the free agents that are going to be <laughs> coming out there this offseason. There's some big names. Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Alan Robinson, Chris Godwin. There's Dante Fowler, Devontae Adams. Obviously, we've talked we've about, talked a lot. about yeah. him. Yeah. There's a lot of big names on this free agency list. We'll get it. I'll tell you that. what, though, I, depending on how defense. far we can we can make a move here in the playoffs is going to be definitely much more enticing for any player that is thinking about coming over here. Oh, yeah. Right. So yeah, I think we should focus on the now and make sure that we can get into those playoffs and then we can start dangling that carrot in front of some of these guys. I'll just say generally the defensive side of the football. Sure. Like, I think that's a that's a fair assessment, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you, had a, you got two sides of the ball and you you picked one half of it. So 50-50 shot. I, agree. I love it. Yes. All right. Yep. Kevin's got a little You know who else side. is a free agent this coming off season? <laughs> Who's Melvin Gordon. Oh, Ew. Gross. Hope he goes to the Jaguars. There yeah, you go. Just dies down yeah, there. Cool. Just disappears. <laughs> All right. Fuego Wave. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Lexi M, who asked the question. Well, looky here, Brown Chachos. We're set to close out the regular season games. Next, we're going to close this full season with a W in the Super Bowl. With that out of the way, first for Kev, thanks for making sure guac was on your burrito today, but that is your favorite. But what is your favorite type of food? Excuse me. Uh, second, and for the real question, what one position do you guys want to see Staley fill, given our woes on different position on each side of the ball this season? Hmm. All right. Well, that was my best, Betty White. So, Betty, I am so sorry. You're probably rolling in your grave already. But um, Oh, too soon. <laughs> it, hey, too it's, soon. I'm do, I do my best. It's Lexi M asked for it. I did my best. Um, you did best. All right, so yes, Kev made sure he had extra guac on his extra. burrito. Favorite type of food? Pizza for me. California burrito for me. Pizza's my favorite food. There you go. Yeah. And uh, one position we want to see Staley Phil given our woes on different positions on each side of the ball this season. Right tackle. For me, it's right tackle. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even a woe. There's just... I don't know. Even with trade, <laughs> like, I feel like uh, most of what I want, I guess, I don't know if this uh, goes with my original answer, but it's just depth at certain spots. I feel like our starting 22 is solid. Mm -hmm. But when one guy goes down here and there, we just get in a really crap spot really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah, I think yeah, right D line tackle. depth. Yeah. Linebacker depth. O line depth. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would depth. like to. I'd like to see shore up the offensive line, put money on there, and then really just spend re-sign Mike Williams and spend the rest of your money on the defense. That's what I want to see. Yeah, um, that that's my ideal situation. Okay, there you go, Lexi M. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. The playoffs are firmly in our hands, guys. Our Chargers played the Broncos out of the park, baby. I have a question for coach. You have a team in the NFL that will guarantee you a starting job as a coach. An amazing wage and entry into the NFL, baby. That team is the Raiders. Do you take the opportunity to get into the NFL and set yourself and your family up for life? 
Or do you stick it to your bolted heart and tell them to stick it where it's the scumbag Raiders? Let's get this win this weekend and make our way into the playoffs. Bolt up, K. Love you. Bye, baby. <laughs> oh, Dick Vitale is my favorite. All right. So TV. hypothetical coach opportunity in the NFL, but it's with the Raiders. So here's the thing. If I'm at a position where I'm getting offered a head coaching job in the NFL, more opportunities will come. I will definitely turn down the Raiders. Because that means I'm, I'm already in a spot where I'm coaching in the NFL. They're already talking they're about a, you. Yeah. They're not going to take a retired high school coach and offer him the head coaching job with the Raiders. It's coach, so yeah. crazy. It just might just, work. It feels like a Disney movie waiting to happen. Yeah. It's like, like, the, it's like the kid the, that breaks his arm and then plays in the major leagues. No. It's like the garbage picking field goal kick. There you go. Yes. Yeah, phenomenon. Yes. yes. Yeah. But yeah, with but a coach. I would, <laughs> I, would coach. I would not coach the Raiders. If I was in a position where I could choose, because I'm obviously if I'm getting offered that, uh, there's more opportunities there within the next couple of years. I would hypothetically. I would hypothetically, hypothetically, I would wait. This is your one and only offer that you will ever receive. I'm I'm not gonna lie, guys. I don't like being a head coach. I did not enjoy it. I had I was a head coach for for th- three years. I didn't like it. I like being an assistant, a coordinator. I don't like being a head coach. So, okay. again, say, turn it down. It doesn't say head coach. Okay, well, I would not. Co- you starting job it, as a coach. Yeah, no. So, you could be any coach. Kevin, any stop. Coach My answer is no. Why are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> All what right. are you trying to do? I'm looking for a slip-up, Kevin. Yeah, we're looking, we're looking for a loophole. Looking for a Tua Tagovailoa prediction. (laughs) Hey, that's all you got, baby. All right. Gavin Gibson, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Logan Roy Kent, who asked the question. McSteely, going for it on fourth down because his balls are fucking massive. McSteely, (laughs) getting out and in with all the playoff scenarios. McSteely, he's got to beat the Raiders. McSteely. So, um, yeah, my question is, uh, who is what former Chargers player you would want on the current roster going into this Week 18 matchup? I mean, it's got to be Junior, right? Got to be a crushing linebacker to stop the run and cause havoc on blitz packages. McStaley! <laughs> the one that I want to see that is, just because he's on social media, always bagging on the Raiders is Sean Merriman. Sean Merriman. He just posted yeah. a video of him shopping for Roombas. I saw like, that. <laughs> I w- he, hate, he still hates them. I think there's a lot of players that ha- you know, have, you know, whatever. They didn't like the Raiders. He hates the Raiders. Yes. And well, there's a lot of guys that, that, that are politically correct the and they side. want a job in the NFL still. Sean Merriman's like, no, nah, I don't care if yeah, I've got other from getting going. a job. Sign them up. Yeah. yeah. Sign them up. There you yeah, go. that'd be a good call. But I think I, I, I agree. Junior Seau Especially with Jutranquil kind of banged up, Kenneth Murray being eh, having a Kaiser White Junior sale. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> saying that out loud just makes it so much cooler. Yeah, Junior sale for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yes. Hard to it. Love god, it. I love that guy. So there you go, Logan Roy Kent. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on to Gas Man, who asked the question. I have full confidence that we can take care of the Raiders. Prime time. Justin Herbert. Good night. FTR, with Titans taking the number one seed and facing Texans Week 18, are we looking at a Chargers versus Chiefs wild card game? Please make it so. K, love you. Bye. Uh-huh. 
Uh, yeah. Let's go, me. <laughs> We're going to knock back. out the Raiders and then knock out the Chiefs in back-to-back weeks. Oh, I'm not God. looking too far ahead, but I wanted to see what the temperature was here in Missouri for next Sunday, mm. and it's pretty mild. Ooh, I like Just it. Just saying. Keep it mild. Keep it mild. So, good mild. Gas man, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Senora Snappy, who asked the question. Oh my God, you guys. The important question, like, totally have not been asked. With so many amazing plays this game, like, who are you all going to marry until next week? Like, totally kill it until Saturday night and, like, totally fuck until Sunday morning. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. It's an FMK question. It's an FMK and it's really open ended. So um, <laughs> I think. Yeah, uh, we don't, I, go ahead. <laughs> it sounded like you had something in the chamber there. My wife. Justin Herbert. My wife. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Raider fans. My wife. I like. Oh, there you go. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're marrying your wife? No. Justin Herbert and killing the Raiders? I guess the first two could be interchanged if you wanted to, <laughs> but I was going to stick with the obvious one for my wife, marry Justin Herbert. Interchanged and then you wanted kill to. Kill Raider fans. <laughs> wow. Okay. These questions are just, we're putting this out on the internet for everyone to have in perpetuity. And this, yep. these are questions. Hi, mom and dad. Um, Hi, mom. mom and dad. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Yeah. Dig into your pocket of FMKs. What you got there, coach? Me first. Um, <laughs> my wife, my wife, the Raider fans. <laughs> yeah. There you Good go. Answer. Uh, okay. You? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll marry Justin Herbert. I'll. <laughs> no, you won't. It doesn't have did. to be a man. It's really <laughs> open ended. <laughs> this, the whole universe is available in this question. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll f- the Raiders' chance of getting in the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. There and we I'll go. kill the Chiefs' <laughs> chance yes! of going any further. In the wild card round. I love it. Great answer. Oh, I love you. So creative. <laughs> All right. There you go, Senora Snappy. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Okie Doggy, who asked the question. Ooh. As my good friend Bruce Willis says, yippee ki motherfuckers. That's how you go scorched earth on those motherfucking donkeys. We sent their asses packing all the way up the goddamn mountain with another year not making the playoffs. And with some of the results that happen around us, we are back in the driver's seat right where, 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 where we like it. All right? Hey, don't question me. All right? <laughs> And who better to get the playoff berth against on Sunday night than the motherfucking Raiders at the Roomba-looking-ass stadium? This reminds me of the time in 2008 when we went on a late run to set up the final game against Denver and we beat the living soul out of Jay Cutler after we got screwed earlier that year with the Hachuli rule. If we get the dub, the Titans win, and the Jaguars don't fuck everything by beating the Colts, we would get our long-awaited rematch with the red-ass Kermit-sounding motherfuckers in Arrowhead. <laughs> Before I ask my questions now, can I get a round of applause to motherfucking Trey Pipkins for stepping up for both sides when we needed him the most? Yes, let him hear you in the back. 
Andre Roberts, Dustin Hopkins for being saviors for our team on special team, and Nasir Adderley for laying the motherfucking wood on that fourth down play. All right, that's enough. Let's move forward. My first question. What are you motherfuckers going to eat for Sunday night? And my second question, if the donkeys are dumb and fire Vic Fangio, should or would you want the team to target him as a defensive coordinator for next year? Now let's go get this motherfucking win from those motherfucking Raiders in their motherfucking home. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, boy. Was, Okie Okie doggy doggy. always brings the heat. He brings Okie the doggy, heat. You know what we're eating on Sunday night. You already know the there's power like, in the no burrito. Power. It is. The power um, of the burrito. And then bringing Vic Fangio as a defensive I hadn't coordinator. Thought of that, but that, that would, be would be cool. Awesome. <laughs> that would be such, like Luke, such a good defense. That's like, that's like Luke Skywalker hiring Yoda to be his defensive coordinator. <laughs> there you go. What a great what a great analogy. That would be I couldn't have put cool. it any better myself. That would be dope. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I think if uh, we've talked, yeah, we've talked about it before where like Vic Fangio or Kyle talking about like coaches that are willing to like listen and to contribute and not have like an ego about it. So I don't know if Vic Fangio is that guy, but if he is, if he's a team player, it could be interesting. That would be be wild. So that would be wild. So there you go. Okie doggy. Thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bold Fam with one of our old favorites, Bobby Caldrone, who asked the question, Can you guys go around the horn and inspire the squad with your best pregame speech? Really fire up all the pod listeners with this one as we head into battle this Sunday. As I've said all year, Super Bowl run incoming. Bolts up and K-love you, bye. All right, guys, time to hype these, hype these listeners up. What do we got? It's hard. Do it. So I had a look at the outline, so I had something prepared for this. Oh, yeah, here this we go. Is. Yes. I am not a I'm not a coach. I have never been. Kyle can just pull this shit out of his ass and wing it and go win championships. <laughs> so I live in the movie world. So I'm going a version of a movie pump up speech. You ready? Let's hear it. Yes. This hasn't been the prettiest season. But you know what? <laughs> it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep go. moving forward. Yeah. How much you could how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Bolt the <laughs> f- up. In- That's great. That was great. What did what what did we pull that from? Rocky. That's Rocky Balboa. Balboa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think that would be in like a locker room. No, he was talking to his kid on the side of a road somewhere. I love that it. That was great scene. I That's love good. It. That's good. That was good. This Go is ahead, really hard got. to do. It's like yeah. for me, it was always like halftime or pump up speeches were so in the moment and emotional. Right. It's yeah. kind of hard to just manifest that right sure. now. Sure. Yeah. Um, so Adam, well, I mean, you go. I was gonna say, I mean, you look back at the season, you look at back at all of the all of what we've done. Yes, there's been ups and downs, but the one thing that has been consistent is you've always had Justin Herbert, you've always had playmakers like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. This team has always had the tools, the guys to get it done. And we are now in the position where we just have to win out. It is win now every single game. There is no lose and we'll get them next week. Right now it is win out. They know it. We know it. And we're going into Sunday night and we're going to kick their teeth in. 
I like to kick their teeth in comments. Yeah, right. you, you finish it with an exclamation point. As yeah, long yeah, as you yeah. get down there and you finish. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Come on, All coach. Right. I was not prepared for this whatsoever. I don't have That's anything. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm I'm trying to visualize being in the locker room, getting ready for the game. Yes, talking to all. Picture the, the players. You've got Justin Herbert on your right. You've got Derwin, Derwin James. James. Yeah, you've got, got Keenan Allen and Joey and Mike. Keenan. Yeah, okay. you got all these big playmakers sitting around you. Okay, I don't. I, okay, this is hard. Okay, all right, boys, this is it. It all comes down to this. We've had a hard season. People didn't expect us to do much. New head coach. I wasn't expected to do much. Everyone kind of questioned me being hired. We went out there and we won some games and we've been inconsistent. We know that. But now we have an opportunity to make, make this season something special. We have a special group of guys. We've competed. We've won big games. Now let's go out and seal the deal and get into the playoffs. Let's get after it. Leave everything on the field. There you go. Our way on three. One, two, three. Oh, our way. <laughs> oh, That's fucking awesome, coach. There That's you why go. you're the coach of this podcast. That's right. Well, there you go, Bobby Caldrum. Thank you for the question, and thank and you to everybody. <laughs> also, my, pre- my pregame speeches and halftime speeches had a lot more vulgar words than what I just gave. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that was a clean version, I guess. There you go. Thank well, you, it, Bobby. Yes, got to get everybody Good hyped question. up. It's a big game this Sunday, and uh, we've got some bolt predictions to make before we go out. Gentlemen, oh. what are your bolt predictions? Kev, go. Hit us. 34-17 Chargers win. Feel like fourth quarter will be just hanging back, enjoying the rest of that game. Um, I think I'm going to go Herbert goes over 380 yards passing, gets to Love five it. grand. Love five it. grand on the season three duddies. Let's there you go. go. All right, Dog, what do you got? I'm going to say 37-13, and I think uh, I think Derwin James gets a pick six. Oh, he... he... All right. Nom, 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 nom. Eat it up. <laughs> He said he tweeted out he's going to have better hands this week. He better. Okay, I'm going to go 30 to 23. So I have a little bit closer than you guys. 30 to 23. Sure. Um, And my bold prediction is there's more Charger fans at that Roomba Bowl than there are Raider fans. I like Like. it. I like it a lot. Wooldog likey. Wooldog (laughs) want wingy. I like it. All right. Okay, gang. Well, that, boy, that is it for this monstrous episode. Thank Jesus. you again to everybody that uh, <laughs> reached out on Ask Bolt Fam. And uh, we love you guys so much. And uh, we'll see you guys on our Friday episode. But until then, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. You've had a long day. You're tired. You need some rest. But you can't get to sleep. Where do you turn to? Turn to Drew Lock Sleep Aid. Drew Lock Sleep Aid is the only organic herbal supplement that helps you fall asleep fast. So make sure you get a good night's rest and you're ready for the next day with Drew Lock Sleep Aid. Warning, Sleep Aid does not work if you're bolted up or if your name is Joey Bosa, ineffective for those currently on the Chargers roster.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.